I had to leave Shudder early to put a diaper on a dog. I'll just say that. Hello, Internet, and welcome to the A to Z Horrorcast. This is the Creative Town Podcast brought to you by us over at A2Horror.com. I'm Jack, and sitting across from me is Jake. You're making a very provocative allocation, Jack. Oh, I almost went with that for Mark, but luckily I didn't. Ooh, I chose, <laughs> I, I thought I knew what you were going to do, and it wasn't that. <laughs> and sitting next to Jake is someone else who seems to function but isn't a threat. It's Mark. <laughs> okay, okay, I'll take it. Okay. What do you think I was going to Well, go I with? had another one, but it was I, I was too mean, and I didn't think you were going to be that mean either, actually. But I you really gonna, liked- You were just going to make his head explode? No. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was just going to scan him real quick. Uh, <laughs> I liked the quote, uh, why are you such a derelict, such a piece of human junk? It's so good. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> this is the first conversation you're having with someone, and that's a normal thing to say? <laughs> Uh, for those of you unfamiliar with our Cracker Jack operation, we watch and review one horror movie a week. Jake's having trouble with a beer. And then we get drunk and argue about it. And this week, we watched 1981 Scanners, which was a Jake pick. And we will dive all the way into that real suit. And when we do, fair warning, we're going to spoil the absolute nonsense out of it. Jake is leaving the room. <laughs> he, 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 uh, he had a bit of a malfunction. <laughs> so I'm taking his headphones off and then leave the room a shambles. Why is he such a derelict, you know? <laughs> Piece of human junk. You don't get it, Jack. He was negging him, okay? That's how you get that's how you get people to do stuff for you. I've read all about it on the internet. You were what, gone for so long. What you guys talking about? <laughs> negging? Okay. <laughs> it's distressingly accurate. Uh, and hey, fair warning, when we do, we're going to spoil the absolute nonsense out of Scanners, so you've been warned. And hey, we do have a Patreon going, but we're not where your money should be going right now, so as it has been for a couple of months now, all of our Patreon proceeds are going to keep going to Planned Parenthood, support the bodily autonomy of women and other persons who can get pregnant. And hey, uh, if you do want to join our Patreon at a certain level, you get to pick a movie for us to review, which we will be debuting in our, not debuting, uh, which will be <laughs> happening in our draft uh, later this episode. So you can go over to patreon.com slash A-T-O-Z-Horror. Support the show at your level of choosing. And know your money's going somewhere better than our dumb asses. If you need a little escapism, hopefully you can have some fun in the horror world with us for at least the next little bit. And boys, you know what that means. It's time to do the getting drunk part. So that's gore. Let's do beers for fears. Hey, Jake. Hi, Jack. What are your beers for these fears? Oh, I'm, drink I'm drinking head full of dynamite. It hasn't happened in a while. It hasn't, and, and it was a very arguably the best use of it. Yeah. yeah, Mark and I went and got beers together, and a few things immediately jumped off the shelf. So, our, we were both reaching for a head full of dynamite, and our hands touched. Yeah, it was, was there, and there was a spark. I think yeah, there was we, a spark we found there. we found another interesting one. So Mark should go next because he had like a different idea for it, and I didn't quite <clears> understand. But we're gonna see what happens here. Okay, cool. Thank you for that transition. I am gonna drink a <laughs> transition mind haze by Wait. Firestone. Thank you, Mark. But one second, Jake. Who makes Head Full of Dynamite? What kind of beer is it? Oh, Just it's a it's a rotating uh, hazy made by Fremont Brewing in Seattle. Um, I really like it, and I haven't had it in a while, so right. I'm excited to get that back in the rotation. It's really it's there been like a, a year, I feel like, since I've pulled that beer out. There we go, Mark. How about yourself? Uh, like I just said, I, I'm drinking Mind Haze IPA by Firestone. I actually don't love this beer, um, Firestone at large is a great brewery. I just don't love their, they don't like hazies in general. Uh, so what's the best thing I can do in this situation? I can drink another hazy. I also have a steal your haze, uh, IPA, a double dry hopped hazy IPA by Distille brewery. I can't remember where, Oh, they're normal Illinois. 
Um, and what I'm going to do here, probably very sloppily, although probably slightly better than the Rainier that Jake just opened, I'm going to drink this Mind Haze, which is, a, I haven't really gotten into it, but relatively self-explanatory beer for this movie, right? I'm going to drink this Mind Haze, and then with the <laughs> empty can, I'm going to pour my Steal Your Haze into it. Oh, that's as a, oh, boy. Use, what a gimmick. Use this what to steal the haze. I you better hope you're writing the Patreon poll for this one, because no way Jake's putting all that work in for I'm you. Not, I'm gonna, and also I'm not going to write that part. <laughs> you're just going to put That's left down. as an extracurricular exercise to the listener, and I just hope they remember extracurricular. It when, I, when, I, when I post the poll like six months from now. <laughs> hey, from when it gets released, it might only be three months. <laughs> That's fair. We, uh, I got caught up finally. Well, almost caught up. I think there's one left in the hopper because I don't like to put too many out there at once. But just schedule. We them. are almost back up to speed with the with the uh, polls. So hell yeah, dude! Hooray! Well, I went a whole other direction. Uh, I'm drinking a beer by the Maui Brewing Company uh, here in Hawaii. I'm drinking a Big Swell IPA because. This movie's most famous scene features a very big swell that leads to a head full of dynamite, Jake. Um, <laughs> also, the main villain's most notable characteristic is the hole he drilled in his own head, the trepanation hole, uh, which the only medical use for, actually, is reducing a big swell in your head. <laughs> and then lastly, yes. the very extended body horror scene in the end is all the blood swelling out of him. It, that's a very big swollen the mind horrifying the, mass of blood in his face. The mind fight? Yeah, the mind fight. Fuck if yeah. Stranger if Things taught us anything, levels. it's that psychic fights are the dumbest fights. I like uh, this Not fight. this one, this though. Mind fight Hard disagree great. with this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guess I'm in the so, minority on that. Is it, the Big mind fight this is the best fight. It's so... I mean... Because most mind fights don't have blood pooling under yeah. the facial skin <laughs> and rupturing. It's competitive grimacing. Whatever. Well... <laughs> <laughs> we'll get okay, we'll get we back to have that. a lot to talk about then. But either way, drinking beers and watching scanners and the only thing we've done in the horror world over the course of the last week, we might have also experienced some other horror shit too, so why don't we talk about it? Do you boys have any lost beers for fears? Oh yeah. I do not. Okay, then let's cue that sound effect. Mm, beer. Just when I think you couldn't possibly be any dumber, you go and do something like this. What a idiot! You suck, you jackass. I don't have any, Jake, so why don't you talk? I'm the only one this week? I only have one thing to talk about this Holy week. Holy smoke. It hasn't been that long. I only have one thing, too, and it's a paying up on a Lost Beers for Fears bet. So. Yeah, it's been five days. <laughs> yeah, here we are. Um, I lost for Prevenge, which feels like it came out, I don't know, three years ago. <laughs> Pre-pandemic? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the... Um, the movie that won the poll for that was Black Mirror Bandersnatch, and movie is a bit of a loose term, I suppose, but... Interactive experience? Interactive experience provided to you by Netflix. Thanks, Netflix! Uh, <laughs> the reason for this was, whatever, all three movies that were part of the poll involved Alice Lowe in some fashion. She is in Bandersnatch. She's also involved in Black Mirror, I think. I'm not really a big Black Mirror person. And I don't know why. Whenever I watch Black Mirror, I'm like, that's pretty good. Yeah, Black Mirror's great. That's how I felt about this, too. It didn't take me 20 minutes like you alleged it the, would. If you go through the shortest route possible, you you like There's jump off a to balcony within quick. 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, so, well, yeah. let, let me tell you, I made a lot of wrong decisions. Uh, and then there was, <laughs> it, was, it would rewind, and I would do it again. And um, For the listener who might not remember, this is available on 
Netflix, Netflix on smart TVs. Exclu- yeah. I guess it'd have to be because it's on Netflix. Yeah. But you use your smart TV remote to make selections like a choose-your-own-adventure book in the movie, and I, stuff happens. I, I think at this point it's probably available through pretty much everything. It was it was a bit of a trouble at the time when it came out because like some of the older systems couldn't do it. Well, I can but tell you, you can right also now, do it on your PlayStation or Xbox. I or I watched this on my laptop. Also a good way to do it. Like. Yeah, I, you can watch it on a variety of different things. But it's a choose-your-own-adventure experience, and as you go through, you have 50-50 shots on a lot of the events that take place, and it will lead you in a different direction depending on what you choose. Sometimes those directions are rewind. That was a stupid decision. I did that a few times. I really liked it. I think it worked in this format, and the story was cool. Like I don't have much else to say about it. I thought Will Poulter did a really fucking good job in this, too. Yeah. Oh, playing Colin, I playing Colin Rittman, the main superstar video game developer. Yeah. That's uh, he was really good. Right? That's what? who Poulter plays? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he yeah. was really good. I like him. Uh, what does Alice Lowe play in this? She's I don't the remember. therapist. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's been, when did this come out? Which you can get into a fight with her. 17? 2017, I yeah, think. Yeah, it's been a few years at this point. That was, the ending I did first was 18. when we get into a fight with her. I think Late it was 18. Five years since I've seen the this. The first ending I got. This is a hell of a thing for 20... I mean, it's not like it was that long ago, but it still but it's, it feels very cool. pretty fresh and cool right now. Yeah, we should... I'm kind of surprised there isn't... I mean, it's probably very technically challenging to do this, but I am a little surprised yeah. that like Netflix hasn't done more of this type of thing because that would be something that would separate it, right? Netflix is currently just getting pulled back down into the muck and the mire yeah. to... to just compete with regular streaming stuff, but they have this technology already but the vetted is, out. Like, they could just I do don't like want cool shit. A like lot this. of it. I don't I want a lot of it. I found very fun once. I don't know. I wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't do it once a week. I don't think I'd do it once a month. Maybe once every three months or something. It sounds fun. I don't know. Let me let me let me just throw something out there that would that everyone would love and would make them a trillion billion dollars. Okay, easy. A no one off D and D. Uh, Stranger Things episode with the core group of kids where you're doing a CYOA type of thing through a dungeon. I think the rights to D&D right now are very complicated because they're trying to make multiple D&D shows and that Chris Pine D&D show is coming out soon. So okay, I well, stop stepping on my dreams. Okay. Don't break Sorry. his stride, But what I'm Jack. saying is like, you could <laughs> you could take these properties that Netflix has, not just Stranger Things, but they have a bunch of other ones that people love, and do like these quick... Choose your own adventure things for them if you have the cast and the money. Like, why fucking not? For you, your yeah. flagship things, do this technology that you are the only one that has. Yeah. Now I'm mad. Now I'm actively more mad at Netflix. I think there could be... <laughs> we could stand to have more of this. I don't know how much more the sweet yeah, spot is I want more of it, but I don't want at. much of it. <laughs> like, one that, I, as we were just talking about this, this is fresh in my mind because it just came up. Uh, one that I think could play well is like R.L. Stein did a series, like a small series of Goosebump books that were just Choose Your Own Adventures. Like you could do a mini series of like, yeah. Goosebumps Choose Your Own Adventure adaptations or something like that, right? And yeah. I think that that would play well. That younger audience that it's already catering towards Goosebumps, that is, I think would like that. So I don't know. I think there's legs there. I just don't know how long they are. I think they should start producing rom-coms like this where they're like, someone's at the altar and then you get to choose whether or not someone But uh, like really objects. raunchy, right? Someone speaks now or forever holds their peace. Exactly. Really raunchy, You get to though. choose between Richard Gere and, I don't know, Tom Hanks yeah. or whoever With the fuck is With full penetration, obviously. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Gaspar yeah. to direct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. Gaspar No Choose Your Own Adventure movie. A Choose Your Own Adventure porn directed by Gaspar <laughs> No. Every choice is equally as meaningless. <laughs> 
Well, I mean, that's true. Yeah, choice that's one, true. take that's DMT. True choice two, dance for 25 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, Jake, sounds like you enjoyed it. I remember I enjoyed enjoying it. it very much. It's a cool thing. Did oh, you and, f- and we didn't say this at all, so it's available on Netflix. Did you find the Bandersnatch? No. I, I spent probably an hour on it, and that's uh, thank you for pulling me back because I had a question and I was not going to ask. How long could you spend on this? Like, how could many branching you? paths are there? Um, I think 90 minutes is the longest I've seen someone say I did get them. tired of it. I was like, I feel like I've done a few things, whatever. I'm I good. think, I can't remember, because the other cool thing that it does is it starts to skip you through the shit. Yes, Like, you, sure, don't, yeah. you don't jump all the way back. It goes faster and faster. It just, like, yeah. kind of, like, yeah, zips yeah. you through it. Um, I had, like, three hours stuck in my head for, to watch all of it. Like, especially, also including kind of just repeating the same scenes. Well, but is that also including, like, the I picked corn flakes instead of frosted flakes or some bullshit? Like, I don't, I think that, I think it only offers you that choice once, doesn't it? Uh, I mean, you can go back and you can find that choice, and if you skip back, you can make the choice again. But it felt. Uh, but then, when you play through it again, I think it just skips over that choice. Oh yeah, because yeah, that's how they do their faster zoom. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of just like the joke at the beginning. Like, doesn't matter what you choose. That part doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, yeah. There is. I. I. I, There's a surprising amount. I do remember that there were like flow charts out there that you could look up if you were curious how to get to certain. Didn't find the banner snatch. Yeah, I did. I think that was like literally the first one that I went through. I found the banner snatch. It might have been the second. (laughs) That's Um, cool. I, it's not even like canon. I don't think it's part of the actual story, but there is one ending that you get to where there's like this cyber demon that comes out of the computer. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah, I like, I it. like it. Black Mirror is awesome. Yeah, Black Mirror is awesome. Very good. Mark, what about you? Oh, wait, no, we got to cue Scatman because you don't have any, right, Mark? Correct. Cue Scatman. <laughs> Very important. Scatman's world. All right, in regular Rocking Horror Worlds, I'll go first. I have two things to talk about here. One of them I'll keep very short. I've been playing through the original Bioshock remastered yes! on Nintendo Switch. Nice. Yes. Uh, this is a very good game that came out in 2006. <laughs> or yeah, whatever. yeah, it feels old. Uh, it does wow. feel old. Very old game, uh, but I'm very much enjoying it. It's it's really smooth on the Switch. It, it It's beautiful. Uh, it's because it's kind of, you know, it's not trying to be photorealistic. It's artistic, and yeah. it's terrifying. Uh, it's a great. good game. How far are you? I'm bad at the Wait, actual game. did you say game. you beat it? Or you're just no, I'm, pl- I'm playing through it. Where are you? I'm two hours in or something. Have you? Fort Frolic is the best. He's not. There's no way he's there. I'm no, not there. That's yet. that's way. You're deeper. probably dealing with the doctor right now. Yes. <clears throat> oh yeah. The just past just past the doctor. Killed the doctor. Yeah. Medical pavilion. Forget what his name is. What that whole game so, fucking rules. Honestly, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, I I forgot how scary it is. Yeah. It's oh yeah. There's terrifying. some moments that yeah. are definitely engineered to. Well, that well, that one jump scare very early before you get to the doctor is. Yeah. Right before the doctor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's wonderful. Uh, I'm enjoying it very much. It's a great game. I'm not saying anything. Do new you have? The... Do you have the whole collection? Like, are you going to play through two and in infinite? I then? am. Yeah, but the whole it came as you can't buy just one of them. I don't think. No, so I did. Yeah, it's the one package, and you can get them for like one, 20 two, bucks. and three. So I'll play through them later. I'll tell you the the <laughs> story writing and the allusions to you know Ayn Rand, etc. Are a lot less impressive than they were when we were in high school. <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> But also, I think it, that is checks still, out. Like, it is still impressive to like commit so deeply to one thing thematically. Totally. Like, no matter what it is, even if it's pretty on the nose, it's still pretty cool. Yeah. I to, think it to... needed to be to work. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Well, that, yeah, exactly. That's what makes yeah. it happen. Uh, I think they're making a movie. They're still making a movie. They continue they to be making the movie, which they've been doing for six years now, I think. But it's been it a long time. It sounds really hard because what's so wondrous about the game is the like underwater biome environment, right? And that's yeah. like yeah. 
provably hard to recreate well on screen successfully. I, I don't know. I don't have high hopes for it. I, I don't think you can reach the... It's, it's what you said, Jack, and it's that that game, at least at the time when it came out, was so much more immersive than many other experiences I had had. Maybe Definitely. it was how unique it was, but the way that it immersed you, I think, requires you to be kind of living out the game in first person. Yeah. That's just one of those things where games can do it better than movies, and I would leave it there, but I don't know. If they're going to make it, then whatever. <laughs> I just Googled way. it. And Bioshock, because they also announced Bioshock 4 is coming eventually, and I guess it just got delayed three years, so it's coming out in 2024. No, <laughs> that's That's a very good sign. I'll tell you what. That means they're putting the work in. <laughs> yeah, I would rather have a game get delayed and be good. Yeah, but generally it's not like we're in such disastrous trouble that we definitely won't release this until that's just two like years from ge- ge- years Gestures from now. at world around us, <laughs> yeah. Mark. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, either way, if you haven't played Bioshock, it's available on the Switch and it's very good. And other stuff, too, I bet. Yeah, it's available everywhere. I'm pretty sure you can play it on your smartphone at this point. <laughs> uh, and then I saw, I've only watched one movie, uh, horror-wise, and that is Nope. My lovely wife and I went to see Nope in theaters last night. This is opening weekend as we record this. Okay, go ahead. And spoil all of it. Tell us everything yeah, that happens. Yeah, I'm not going to spoil Very spoilery, any of it. Please. It is unsurprisingly a wonderful movie. I loved it. Um, it's obviously I have a lot of recency bias going on right now. This is his like most Steven Spielbergy kind of middle of the road spectacle movie. Sure. If that middle makes it's, clo- it's close huh? encounters. Ish. I'm, it isn't at all close encounters. <laughs> okay. Ish. I said not even a little bit. Mm, uh, I, there's no way it is. There's no way it's not even a little bit. There are definitely allusions to close. Encounters. Yeah, like that is there an are, inspiration there are over from that allusions movie. to it, yeah. but it is not close encounters. Yeah. <laughs> quick, um, quick rating, quick ranking of the of the Peel movies. Go. It's better than us. It's not as good as Get Out. Okay. Perfect. Uh, but Kiki Palmer is absolutely wonderful in it. She steals the whole fucking show. Um, it's beautiful. It's wonderful. I'll say the effects and design of the thing that they designed and made effects for are <laughs> so fucking cool and like unexpected and out of the blue. Um, really, really, really cool. There's. It's also. I think. I, I like the way you dance watch, around things. I'm trying to dance around things. I've. Uh, I've I might have to go back and watch Get Out, but I. I recency bias it's the funniest of the three movies i think it's hilarious that's good um and there's and and i didn't like did not know where it was going almost at any point in the movie which is very what? rare these okay days. it okay. is so original and so unique last question yes sir is nope a good name for the movie medium <laughs> no, it's right. fine what it's the fine. fuck it's not it doesn't i don't if there's a lot of thematic tie-ins, other, you know, uh, it's not, it's not. It's great. a bad name. I get it. Okay. <laughs> he said it's a bad name. Mostly. I, I feel like it's mostly just so that they could use that one scene in the trailer where she goes, nope, 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 nope. Uh-uh. I think every major character says nope a few <laughs> in times some way, in the yeah. movie. But all That's those not... scenes are great. And they're so, like, we're led to, like, either gasps or cheers by the audience. I'm and going for I gasps. was a part of that. I hate I think the name. I fucking hate it. After seeing it, what I think is really, really cool about it is it's a movie about black people, a horror movie about black people where, like, race isn't the main thing, right? It's just about black people. Sure. It's not about, like, race. and race. I think it's an allusion to that, too, of, like, how black people act in or are treated in or deal with horror movies themselves. I think it's... No, the, yeah, no, almost none of that. That's. I mean, that's interesting. interesting. It'd be hard to sustain, like, that level of 
commentary, commentary. for every film. <laughs> yeah, it feels make. like he's not make trying to make a you know a larger point. It's the least allegorical of his movies it, by far. That probably wouldn't be great for like his overall brand as a whole. Like it's important that he has done what he's done, and I think he can do it in the future. But if everything he makes is like pretty heady stuff, then right, that's yeah. tough. So. Yeah, what's this, the that, what's the theme of the theme du jour for the Peel movie right, that we're right, watching? Right, right, right. I, I like so I like the choice of the third one. He <laughs> could go back to something bigger with the fourth, and it'd be much more yeah. natural. Until someone at the New York Times writes Fuck like incredible them. thematic <laughs> breakdown of how it's an allegory for oh, they're going to animal cruelty sure. or something. It probably yeah, is. and I'm sure I'll be totally on board for it. They're riding. Yeah. Their, I mean, they're Jack, riding. Jack horses. weighs in next week, yeah, yeah. guys. My eyes have been opened. <laughs> yeah, you're you're definitely gonna uh, be talking about horses or something next week. <laughs> I will also say this: it has, I think, this movie has his most effective. A couple of individual sequences are the most effective horror sequences he's ever done. Good uh, are in this movie, and they're very very cool. He has not begun uh, to peak. Very scary. Hasn't he begun? Kind of feels peak. true. <laughs> um, anyway, wonderful movie, unsurprising. But it, 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 fucking when did us come see out? This movie, twenty nineteen. I think that's right. Okay, so three years. I don't know when Get Out came Plus out. Plus a pandemic. <laughs> I mean, that's probably the only reason it was three years, right? I'm just trying to wonder. I, like, I'm trying to wonder. Wow, I'm wondering how frequent Keep that wonder alive productions man. are going to land. He as, well, he's also I feel like, like as frequently month. as they need to. Yeah, and yeah, yeah to, exactly. No, I, I guess like his yeah. full on like I. <clears throat> this is my movie. Monkey Stuff. Paw Productions, his he's apparently pretty hands on in that, and mm. they they make a lot of movies, and also seemingly trying to cultivate a bunch of sort of unknown talent. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's an empire. Oh yeah, definitely. Anyway, fucking watch the movie. Cool. It's fucking uh, great. will be done probably a couple <laughs> weeks from now. Yeah, uh, definitely in contention for best of the year. Um, so yeah, Jake, what about you? I already did it, man. I already did it. That's your one. You had one. I had one. It's been five days. Get it's out of here. Five days. It's yeah, been five days, and I'm we're still asking. playing Elden Ring. <laughs> yeah. There's horror stuff in Elden Ring. <laughs> it's, it's a debilitating illness that both of us have. Yeah. Um, I actually, so hard to follow, nope, but I have something that you guys probably both should put on your lists for the end of the year. It's, it's I don't think it's going to be a top three pick for anyone, but you definitely still want to watch it. Um, Incantation is a Chinese movie on Netflix that you've probably seen in yeah. various banners. Yeah, showed up first. On my yep. Netflix, watch this thing. Uh, I added it to my list, in fact. <clears throat> okay, well, well that's good. I I, I, and again, we're not here to spoil too much. It's a li- the only the only concern I had with it was that it's a little long. It's uh, like an hour. I think it's like an hour fifty or something sure. like that. Yeah. So you have an extra twenty minutes or so of stuff that you may or may not need. But the one thing I will say about it is, frequently when we see movies that are a little over long, the reason they feel over long is because the extra twenty minutes they don't do anything with mm-hmm. there's just there's fat that they're in there and you couldn't really figure out why the editor or director fought so yeah. hard to keep it in in this one there is a little bit of that but i do feel like <laughs> they use the extra 20 minutes to give you to pay off some things um and it's not i'm not necessarily saying that it's like the last 20 minutes of the movie although it certainly would factor in there but they they do feel out the space of each of the characters um in a in a pretty satisfying way i don't think we've seen okay. a lot of horror films from china i think the only other thing that we've seen on at least on netflix from them was there was that limited series about a uh, possessed school that I'm fairly certain was was Chinese, and I guess I should should also oh, draw man. the line here that this is from uh, Taiwan. I think it's Taiwan and China. So depending on how you draw the line there, but 
I would definitely give this one a recommend. I thought this was a quite it's it's one of the best 2022 movies I've seen all year. Definitely, hmm. awesome. Wow, get it on the list. I'll keep it on my list. Yeah, it's interesting. I guess I should say it. So it's a it's a found footage. So I guess grain of ah, salt. Ah, there it is. <laughs> I might be bumping it up slightly, but you guys can weigh in and tell there me. There it is. Um, found footage, sort of like possession ghost type movie. Sure. The tunnel that must not be entered. Cool. So element. like Gong Jim. Uh, yeah, I'd say there's a lot of. I mean, Ganjam is the asylum that must not be entered. Oh, okay. This this is more like a thing that you... Uh, it's in the trailer, but once you break this taboo, then it starts following you around sure. in modern society. Ganjam, you're just in the fucking asylum. Yeah, it's like... A, yeah, okay. One's a stationary or static place, and the other is not. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I enjoyed it. There's... Uh, you know what? I'm not gonna I'm not going to say too much more about it, because I don't want to get too... So it's like that it. French movie we just watched. Candisha. Yeah, but good. <laughs> <laughs> But much, much better. Yeah. Also, they don't. It's not like a demon following them. I don't know, whatever. Shut up. There's an incantation. <laughs> I'm assuming there is an incantation. Uh, yeah. Oh, if you're if you don't remember what movie this was, this is the one that plays a lot with, um, or at least in the trailer, it plays a lot with, um, like visual gags, the the optical illusions where you're like making things move to like counterclockwise and then Which clockwise, I love. and then the yeah. train that moves forward and backward. Yeah, they, I loved they, the trailer. I thought they that was do cool. that. The basically what you see in the trailer is what you get in the movie. Like they they include all of that yeah. except for one extra scene that they don't even really mention, but they're clearly doing a uh, negative space optical yeah. illusion thing, and Love it that. works really well. Interesting, <laughs> awesome, okay. awesome. Love it. Well, let's go to the feature presentation. <laughs> Over at 82horror.com this week, we watched 1981's Scanners. Now, Jake, you picked this movie, and explain why. Sure did. Uh, this is a... Explain why you were watching Wayne's World, which led you to Scanners. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, because, <laughs> duh. <laughs> it would be the answer there. I This is a cult classic verging on just classic classic, and it hadn't entered our conversation, really. We allude to things from this movie, primarily one thing, from time to time. But yep. it's, we haven't really given time to Scanners, which is one of the things that made Cronenberg we've, Cronenberg. So time to do it. We've talked very little about like Cronenberg's oeuvre. His, we have not talked much about his egg, you're right. <laughs> so. Uh, so real quick clarif- clarifying point for those of us who haven't seen... Um, no, Wayne's the, World. Wayne, thank you. Oh my You've god! You've never seen Wayne's World? No, well, I've seen. Uh, sorry, I, I, I was going to finish my sentence, and I got stuck on Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. And You've it, never it, seen Bill and totally Ted? Totally threw me off. Shut up! <laughs> 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 I have seen both Bill and Ted, god. and Wayne's World, okay. but I couldn't remember what the name of Wayne's World was, uh-huh. and it completely stopped my brain in its tracks. What for, is your question? For those of us who haven't seen Wayne's World in probably over a decade, <laughs> what is the connection to Scanners? Oh, my uh, God. When they first get on cable, and they're doing their show on cable for the first time, and Wayne gets in a fight with the owner of the station and leaves, and Garth is alone on stage and panics and is just sitting there making weird noises, then their roadie <laughs> friends, the rest of the crew, is in the Siblings. booth. And he turns to the and he turns to the producer director of the show and he's just, the camera's on Garth and Garth <laughs> and the guy just goes you ever see that scene in Scanners where that dude's head blows up <laughs> okay <laughs> I do not recall that I need to go back and watch that movie again I think it's a good movie <laughs> Wayne's World holds up man yeah it's a good movie I guess uh, it really that's d- why I picked it 
Okay. To round that out. Because <laughs> of Wayne's World. I yeah, know you yeah, were watching yeah, Wayne's yeah, World. Yeah, like you do every yeah, Saturday. Like I do every Saturday. At 5 a.m. It's my 5 a.m. You seem like a Wayne's World guy. Sort of. I've seen it like three or four times in my life. Listener, just to clarify, Jake does not seem like a Wayne's World kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of rude. What is true, though? Which part? What? Wait, yeah, wait. Which, uh, what, what is true? Who are you agreeing with right now? That you don't seem like a Wayne's oh, World. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Probably not. It's good, though. Wayne's, yeah, you, you're not Gen X enough to be a Wayne's World kind of guy. I'm too young. And not a stoner enough and not a like stupid hit-you-in-the-face humor enough fan. Of, I, li- I like Wayne's World, though. That's fair. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I like, I mean, I like a lot of stuff with stupid humor. Like, I like Chris Farley movies. I like old Adam Sandler movies. Whatever. It's fine. I like Wayne's World. <laughs> stupid humor is not below me, guys. Thank you for the compliment. I understand. Thank you, you for the compliment. You just don't seem like a Wayne's World guy. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, fine. You can so like let's Wayne's keep talking World about Wayne's World, Jake. <laughs> Why don't you hit us with a 30-second plot <laughs> synopsis, synopsis for Wayne's World? For Wayne's World? Cool. Um, I've seen Scanners in its entirety once when I was like nine because... I was first exposed to it in Wayne's World because there was a group of us kids who were obsessed with Wayne's World and we'd watch it a lot. And then we finally got Scanners because I think enough of us had lied about having seen Scanners before, right? It's like everyone's like, I've seen Scanners. I've definitely seen Scanners. So eventually it had to like come to a head where we had to get Scanners and I'll pretend we'd seen it before. So I saw Scanners then. And then I've seen, I've never sat down and watched it start to back uh, since then, but I've seen bits and pieces of it a total of three times maybe <laughs> so just like one full viewing but it was moons ago okay mm-hmm. i was eight or nine or something that's too young it, it i think that's too young for scanners nine. yeah not that there's like a ton a ton happening in this movie but it's kind of young nothing happening well it's, it's kind of yeah Fuck. it's kind of young for scanners because like it's kind of Hard to understand. The, gr- the if gore you're that is young. gruesome in scanners. The, I mean, the gore is good when it happens. There's not a bajillion pieces of it, but right, it's not littered here and there. Yeah, yeah but it's also hard. What about to you boys? Viewing times wise, uh, three times. This is my third time. I would say I you don't said know. that about Wayne's World. I, think. I said I th- I've seen when it's probably about the same number of times. To be honest, every time I watch Wayne's World, I watch Scanners. Okay, is that what you want to hear? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a double feature. <laughs> it's a double feature. It's a really but good it's, double feature. But it's a double feature where you actually just put Scanners on in the middle of the Wayne's World watch. <laughs> right when he says that. <laughs> yeah. You watch Scanners, and, watch scanners. and then you finish VHS World. Cut that back in. cuts to Scanners. <laughs> Fuck, that would be so <laughs> rad to put on a VHS and just like have in a drawer for future my kid to figure out about. <laughs> you know what? You could even swap the head because the head exploding scenes. What like five minutes in? Yeah, you could just start the movie at the head ex- when he says. You ever see that? That's scene true. That like nothing before it matters. Yeah, you. Could I just disagree. Start right there. I disagree. Scanners. Okay, fine. Oh boy, Mark. What about you? Uh, this is my first time watching. Cool, Ooh, first but you'd seen the scene. Yeah, I've seen it on YouTube and various GIFs and memes and stuff. Sure. I mean, everyone's seen the I'm, I'm loosely aware of it. I thought it was much later in the film. I thought it was... You like, thought it was more climax? Well, yeah, I thought it was more climactic. Yeah. So I was still relatively surprised when it happened. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. you, like, knew it was coming. Like, they set it up, and you're yeah. like, oh, like, I remember it being early, but not that early. So I was like, holy Definitely. shit, it's like five minutes into this movie, like, <laughs> yeah. when he was calling him down. Um, you're like, wow, this movie's really gonna get it, and then it's, and then it really levels <laughs> off, and then it really doesn't, doesn't. <laughs> and then it really doesn't get it. Yeah, yeah. and it doesn't do anything for an hour and forty minutes. <laughs> That's harsh. That's overly okay, we'll harsh. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. Okay, but not before Jake. You got to hit us with a thirty-second plot synopsis, and if you let me stall long enough to get a stopwatch going, yeah, thirty seconds are on the goddamn plot. It clock. clock it's gonna start clock. when you start. I'm very frazzled. Why? 
Cameron Vale is a dude who is a scanner, which means he has like telepathy and psychokinetic powers and all that stuff. Uh, he gets taken in by a company called Consec, which is like a private military company. They tell him there's this other scanner who's on the loose named Revic, and he has to try to track him down. That's where things level off, as you guys were just talking about. He meets someone named Kim Obrist, and they eventually discover that there's a drug that they use a million times the name of in the movie, but I forget the name of it right now. Uh, they're basically Ephemeral. giving yeah, giving it to pregnant mothers to Time. build a new fucking hell. Th- build an army of scanners that Revit can control and take over the world and whatnot. Uh, doesn't go well between the two, though they discover they're brothers. And at the very end, they get into a mind fight, and they'll sacrifices his body, but plugs his consciousness into Revic's body and movie. There you go. You got it in 30 seconds. Thank that you. was crazy how you made that yeah. last second stretch. For there are, there are multiple <laughs> timelines, Mark. <laughs> it ebbs and flows. Yeah. It expands yeah, and, and it took you four 30-second timelines to get the movie done. I think that's pretty good. <laughs> this movie, is for as little as actually happens, this movie has a lot of plot. That's actually a really good way to describe it. There's a lot yeah. happening for how little actually happens. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. But there's also yeah. not much happening for as much as that is happening. Oh, shit. This is getting complicated. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's nothing happening for guys, as much plot as there is. Guys, <laughs> is this a hard movie to review? This is we'll a see. hard movie. We'll see. We haven't gotten I mean, there yet. Probably not. <laughs> oh, what in the fuck subgenres of horror does it fit into except for sci-fi? Because this one actually is. Yeah, that one. Yeah. It's sci-fi. That's it's, it. uh, it's. I think it's Canadian, it's so maybe foreign. Foreign. It's, I mean, it's bordering. He's it's from bordering Toronto. on body horror with the fight at the end. Eh. But that it's not body horror. Eh. Only it isn't. It's not body horror. It does have a mind fight though. There was a mind fight. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Is that a Willem Dafoe? <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> Nailed it. I liked it. Oh my god. <laughs> Willem Dafoe playing Surfer Boy Pizza guy saying the mind fight stuff, but saying it the way Willem Dafoe talks <laughs> about things. There was a mind fight! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, well, his surfer, where did the just, surfer bro pizza guy? Well, that, the mind fight thing. is the Stranger, Stranger Things, things thing. mind fight. Oh, yeah. I had not connected that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. got there. Smash those two characters Willem together. Willem Dafoe would nail that role. <laughs> oh, he'd nail any role. <laughs> <laughs> he would nail any role. Absolutely. That's it's just okay. It's just sci-fi, right? It's just sci-fi. Yeah, it's just sci-fi. Pretty much, yeah. Cult classic. It's cult classic. I said that earlier. Sure. Cult. It's cult yeah. film for sure. Cult classic. This was received sure. yeah. like lukewarm, and then it became classic. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, I think in large part because of Wayne's World, <laughs> that which is an well, of itself. It's, it, yeah, it's also so a cult they're classic. both like they 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 run in the same circles. That's all it is. Yeah. Should we jump in? With it's what? only it's only Canadian, really, because this was in the last year of effectiveness of that weird law of the first Trudeau they go, passed they go over to the border, get 100% tax redemption yeah, on and you don't you don't have, Canada. like, the unions and stuff. Like, yeah, I read, what do you like, call the, that shit? Same reason a lot uh, of stuff got made in, like, Thailand and stuff. I don't remember the name of the uh, the statute. So. It, was, it was, like, a no, it's just, like, the term for do, making movies. It, oh, like, tax credits, tax credits. Yeah, it's, like, a little haven, but there's a um, there's an industry lingo. Oh, I gotcha. And this I read is that, all like, news the... to me. I've, I've looked, guys. This might surprise you. I'm not up on 1980s Canadian film law. Well, it's, well Mark, it's then this might like not 70s. surprise you. I read that the script. I'm not. And I'm not surprised. like, yeah. n- none of the storyboarding, the script, none of that was even close to finished mm. when they started filming because they that, had yeah. to get done by a certain time to uh, recapture I all their see. tax So credits. I read that they had that they were under a very tight deadline in writing and shooting at the same time, but I did not see why. 
it's because they wouldn't get like 100 percent of their tax break. It's back the same reason gotcha. that like a, t- a ton of stuff was made up there. Like Black Christmas is a really famous one that was made in Canada. For well, and then those it kind of so this seems and then all successful. the industry. <laughs> yeah, why did they the reveal industry this? Infrastructure was there, so then yeah. like Canada became a place to film stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so yeah, what you're telling yeah, me yeah, is yeah, this yeah. this law was very successful, and they repealed it for some reason. <laughs> I don't, I don't know think all the they details. Repealed it. I think it just kind of died. They didn't renew it. Oh. I think I'm I not understand. that up to date on Canadian understand. politics from the 1970s. You might be surprised to hear. <clears throat> surprised. I'm actually kind of surprised to hear that. Yeah, <laughs> that seems like a thing that Jack would know. About. Yeah, I, I'm exactly <laughs> like you just went down a rabbit hole yeah. while watching this movie or Black sure, Christmas sure, sure, or sure. anything yeah. else. Oh, yeah. I mean, I could have gone down. I went down many rabbit holes watching this movie. And now you're like a registered magistrate in Toronto or something. <laughs> yeah. We got to talk about what this movie does right. Can you seem I start? like a Prince can Edward Island kind of guy. Can Jack. I start? He's a PEI dude. I love yeah. PEI. Can I start? You can. I f- sincerely love Michael Ironside as Revic. I right? think that is a perfect casting. It's like literally He's a perfect. Great villain. You could not put someone else there and have it be better. That is his stance. I agree with the cast. I agree with how good the casting is. And I just want to remark for the listener how remarkable it is oh. that the first thing. In what this movie does right for you yeah. to talk about was not the no. practical effects, body nope. horror, it is, body, like explosions. It's this cat. I think it's in. It's a good point, Jack. I think the reason, and we're going to talk about that, but the reason is because we all kind of know about it. Like even if you haven't seen the movie as a horror fan, you've seen the head explosion scene, which is the. Pro- it's one of two fucking scenes in this movie that involve yep. that <laughs> level of Cronenbergian body stuff. But what struck me on this viewing was. Like how perfect Ironside was, and so as a He's full great. from a full feel, film viewing standpoint, you okay? That I'm st- having a stroke, <laughs> but I'm powering through it. <laughs> that is what really, really stood out to me. So I wanted to make sure it entered the chat first, so to speak. I wasn't aware that Ironside was in this, and I was confused. Well, I, I wasn't confused. I was intrigued by who all. Of the, I, I feel like actually the performances. Nope, I take that back. Ooh. Most of the performances are pretty bad. Okay, I was uh, about to, I, yeah, I I was was about to be say. fucking floored. <laughs> I took it back. Redacted. This redacted. is that classic, like, B-shit, dude. But then I went back and I looked and I was like, that's fucking Michael Ironside? How yeah. about that? Yeah. Guys, real quick. Michael Wait, like, I- not, po- not post-viewing. Like you N- No, like the- 20 minutes in. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I usually, I mean, I don't like to eat, like obviously read through everything before I watch it because I like yeah, to go for in sure. a little bit Well, cold, by the time then... you get to the scene right after when he makes the head explode and he's like killing all the dudes in the cars and like being a villain, like mm-hmm. that was where it's like, hell yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Who is this guy? I need to figure this out. I love, as, a, as an effects note, putting the scar, the bullet scar on his forehead. Uh-huh. I know it's a drill, but whatever. The, sure. the drill scar the on his forehead. Great touch. Trepanation mark. Great little touch. Trepanation mark. Uh, I just want to say this. Michael Ironside's top four in IMDb might be like one of the all-time the clutch. Best. Do it. Let me get... Hold on. Um, uh, Top season Gun. Season four episode... No. Top Gun. Something of burn notice? Top Gun, Top yes. Gun, because he's, Gun's he's top, Joker top or whatever, right? Top Gun's three, Scanner's four, Jester. Jester. Was uh, he in The Machinist? Would The Machinist be on there? I don't remember him Wait, so that we have two of them? You have two. We have Top Gun and we have Scanners. Uh-huh. And one of them I'm a little upset. The number one is the one that I go to when you say Michael Ironsides. Oh, God. 
He's a um, history teacher. Uh, he was in one of the shitty Terminator sequels. It's not on. Oh, Total Recall. Okay. Total Recall yeah. is number two. Oh. You guys still haven't gotten the one that I know, I don't know, but he's in Total Recall. No, I said Burn Notice Season 4, Episode <laughs> 1. I said that. Is it a movie or is it a series? It's a movie. Oh, fuck. I can't think of it. Starship got... Troopers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's in Starship Troopers. <laughs> Starship duh, Troopers, duh, duh. Total Recall, yeah. Top Gun Scanner. That's a hell of a set, dude. Yeah. I like it. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, Michael Ironside is a fucking treasure. Yeah. He really is. Anyway, that needed to be first. Now we can talk about practical effects. You want to talk about practical <laughs> effects, Jack? The two scenes are are some of the best practical effects scenes I've ever seen. The head explosion, we, everyone's seen it one million times, but in context, it looks fantastic. So, good. <laughs> so stupid. And I forgot how good the mind fight looks, too. Yeah. How, like, the, a, the it, blood bubbling up under their skin, spurting out yeah, of the holes. Like, the, the growth of the carotid artery yeah. like, out through in the In an yeah. overly indulgent 80s sort of way, it is amazing looking. It's, yes. Yeah. I mean, oh, God. I think it's... Do I don't think it looks you, I don't think you... I think it looks so, as realistic as a mind fight where yeah. blood vessels Absolute. are inflating. Okay, fine, fine, yeah. fine. Like, building that, what I would assume must be a latex coating over Ironside's face so that he still looks normal. Yeah. And then just, like, someone in the background with a hand Pumping, pump yeah. filling something with Liquid. air well, or Well, and they both get weird face inflaty things, right? <clears throat> yeah. not Ironside's. Gets, uh, yeah. He has the actual blood I mean, it all, it, it, you're right. It all does blend very it, well, the way it's shot. There's, the, there's one more, the too. Oh, and his it. eyes melting. Yeah, the looks eyes. Looks like stop yeah. motion claymation to it's me. Cool. I, think. I mean, it's yeah. great practical. You're. <laughs> you, they brought right. Phil Tippett in for one day just so they could do eyes melting. <laughs> I still will <laughs> argue it's, it's overly indulgent, but <laughs> it is overly indulgent. Okay. But That's I'm like the, about the effects key themselves. selling point here. Guys. Wait, yeah, wait. When can you name me a single Cronenberg movie that isn't overly indulgent? No, that's like, a hallmark. That's his, that's his brand. Yeah, like, that's totally. exactly. I've heard this new Crimes of the Future movie is pretty restrained. Oh, really? Yeah, good. Yeah, it's. Jesus Christ. He's an auteur. <laughs> but also, uh, there's one other scene we haven't talked about yet. Yeah, I wanted to bring another the, one up, too. Is it the phone? Which is the... Actually, the phone melting is really cool. I like the phone melting a lot. When he's, but also the one where they... they the assassins attack the the meditation circle and like the fire in that looks great. Oh, they lit a lot of people fire. on fire. Well, that's because it's fire. Yeah, they Jack, put someone they in a fire suit fire. and lit it on fire. Yeah, looks <laughs> okay, great. fine. You know what, Jack? If if you're gonna be the way that you are, then be consistent. And you so that's fine. It is real fire. They lit a dude on fire. You're right. And it looks cool. They lit two dudes on fire. Fire guy <laughs> and a wall. Even better, it's escalated from me pick to to correct because there's two dudes on fire, not one. <laughs> hey, you know what's even harder than having one guy on fire on? set two and a but wall look, it, it isn't it isn't easy to safely light someone to f- safely immolate someone and i don't have yeah. any indication that this wasn't safely done yeah no you're right i like to picture that the safety officer on set like as soon as they yelled cut ran on with a fire extinguisher and hit the wall first yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i mean the stuntmen can just roll around they have they get a they can put it out they can stop drop and roll the wall can't and yeah. what if you need a second take People are going to be like, why is that wall singed? <laughs> yeah. So, but th- those are the, th- the three or four effect scenes. Mark, to your point, also the phone looks, phone melting is cool. That's a pretty tense scene. I mean, for, well, it, it's sort of tense, but he's mind hacking an 80s computer network. They both have nervous systems, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it makes perfect not sense. Not it's not Cronenberg's fault that we now know more about computers, okay? You know what helps make that scene more tense? What? The music. Well, certainly. I thought the music in this movie was good. That was called a segue. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought the music was good. There's really not much to say. I mean, it's the 80 synthy stuff. It's good. There's not enough of it. There's so many <laughs> scenes that would have been made better by music that are just silent. They're just silent. Well, there's yeah. a lot of scenes where not not a lot's happening. That's a different part of the podcast. <laughs> they, yeah, they need the music is would, still good. They could have had some like John Carpenter esque like interstitial synth. Yeah, they could have. But yeah, I don't know why every movie just doesn't bring John Carpenter in to do their to do their score. We should do that. Eighty one. He would have been game. I wonder how expensive. Yeah, he wouldn't even have been that expensive. When <laughs> when when did the thing come out? Eighty. Okay, so he was he was established at that point. Either, oh, I, he was definitely established. Okay, um, in my mind, I had him coming out coming around a little bit later. I'd have been like, I mean, he was probably like a no, freshman. No, no, no. He was temporary. No, 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 Cronenberg, no. Cronenberg, okay. 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 But if Cronenberg had called him up, he would have. Maybe he wouldn't give blood. a fuck, know. dude. He, they probably would have done so much coke and just like <laughs> hammered out a soundtrack. <laughs> what are you gonna pay me? I mean, I got this yeah. sack of cocaine over here. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then he just he hangs up the phone. He's behind him, like, hey, yeah, <laughs> he's already there. I'm here. He's already in the room. Yeah. Okay. Did the you sound- say sack of cocaine? The music was good. <laughs> a sack of cocaine would have helped, <laughs> but it was good where it was used. Yes, it was. A judicious lack of sack of cocaine. Uh, we should call it. Anyway. I think David Shore or Howard Shore did the music. He's Howard the music Shore did the music for, for this shit. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a name and you're he familiar was, with? He did the music yeah. for those Lord of the Rings movies yeah. that you like. Uh, oh my god! Fuck off! <laughs> fuck I off. watched all three of those. I don't shits care. I don't. Last summer, I don't care about this dumb fucking Bad opinion. Films. Howard Shore's done more than that too. Get the fuck out of here! And the, the, the soundtrack <laughs> from Lord of the Rings is amazing, dude. You can't even argue. The soundtrack that. is incredible. Howard Shore's done so much more. Oh my god! Hold on, I gotta look at what he's done. <laughs> I'm flabbergasted at this performance. <laughs> fuck out of here Jack cut in some elevator music while he's so his <laughs> actually this is interesting I'm happy we stumbled upon this it's not his first movie credit but it's his first one that like I think matters 78 was his first movie credit I miss you hugs and kisses I don't know 79 the brood Cronenberg so they had a working relationship okay. coming into this one scanners videodrome 81 83 so he started as homies with Cronenberg basically yeah well, um, he also he works with Tom Hanks a lot too he did that thing you do the fly that thing you do <laughs> Breaking um, my heart in Dead Ringers. He, he did big. He did big. Did he, he did big. Yeah, he works with Tom Hanks a lot. Did he do um, Mrs. Doubtfire? Am I remembering that right? He, I do not see Mrs. Doubtfire. Why is it split up like this? Jesus Christ. What is this? This is fun. You know you could describe what you're looking at at least. It's to- split up by like decade rather than hear all of his films, hear all of his shows. So it's, it threw me off. Mrs. Doubtfire. Music by yeah. Howard Shore. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. It, it's the way it was split up. My bad. He's done so many things. Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. He he should seven. be as good. His name like should be up there with John Williams. I mean, that's why I was seven. Su- that's why Trent I was Reznor surprised when it's seven. like, is it a name you should know? I'm like, yeah. Am I making that up? Didn't <laughs> Trent Reznor do seven? Well, I mean, there was a Nine Inch Nails song at the beginning, and then I think he did like a <laughs> uh, whatever you call it, a reprise that was just him doing it for the movie later. Huh. Okay. Um, Dogma. <laughs> what the fuck? Hell yeah, Dogma. <laughs> dogma is a movie that not enough people talk. Hey, about. I'm not. I don't. I won, I'm not going to shit a on DVD Dogma. Copy. Jake, when we were freshmen at the <laughs> University of Colorado, like on one of the orientation nights, I won a this might DVD be a bingo copy thing, guys. of Dogma for knowing that the the dining hall was named after a cannibal at Colorado. Oh, the Korea. the what the fuck was it called? The Alfred T. Packer Grill. Alfred T. Alfred E. Yeah, not Alfred E. Uh, Alfred, Alfred T. T. Packer. Packer Grill. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. Uh, he's done so many things. The Departed, King Kong. That thing you. Anyway, do. the music's good. Yeah, I just should. Although should I do you appreciate you extending the what the movie does right segment because I'm kind of out of stuff. <laughs> um, well, I'll extend it more. I I also thought that like sets, props, stuff like that was good in this film. Lighting, I guess. 
for the most part, yeah. was pretty lighting, good. Lighting, I, mean, I guess. What does this movie do right? Lighting, I guess. Lighting, I guess. <laughs> hey, this is towards the end of the segment. <laughs> description of the movie. It's towards the end of the segment. I I did like <laughs> the sets and props for the most part. I mean, we haven't talked Look. about dude whose name that doesn't matter, who was the artist. Like, that was a nice little His weird alcove barn thing. Yeah, like, first, well, first in the gallery, it was just interesting to look at, and then his alcove All those thing. sculptures are rad as hell. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. They, they did a pretty good job with all that stuff. I mean, it starts in the mall that's, like, overly red and weirdly incandescent. I, it just, it worked for me a lot of the time. I love how readily that lady talks shit about this homeless guy. Oh, oh, my, oh god. my god. He's the most disgusting. disgusting thing you've ever seen. <laughs> he, he also doesn't look... He looks like, he looks he looks like, like a person. Yeah, he's just a dude who comes down and sits at this food court. Yeah, it was actually shocking sh- when he started like picking up food because he was just like heating a dart and then yeah i don't know and it was she's weird like, this is the worst human being i've ever seen in my life <laughs> fuck him <laughs> it starts Coming with so many accusations the first two <laughs> things that any human say to him in this oh well, he, it wasn't to him but she says that about him and then he wakes up and the doctor lamb or whatever the fuck his name was not lamb i don't know cheryl his last name had a weird name. <laughs> Lamb or Cheryl? His last His name was weird. Paul Ruth. Ruth. I knew it was a... I, I don't know. Lamb or Cheryl. <laughs> Maybe. No. It was Ruth. Somewhere in there. Somewhere on that I was Somewhere close. on that continuum. That was close. You weren't close. He calls him a human piece of trash. Lamb or Cheryl are not close to Ruth. <laughs> I, do like, I do like that that form of exposition where it's like you're going into this movie, you don't really know much about it, you're like... What's a scanner? Like, what shit. even is a scanner? And the I guy's know. like, so you're a scanner, and that a means you're a human piece, of, piece of garbage. I almost had no <laughs> overlapping letters. That's that's honestly impressive. <laughs> you got the all black like, on Wordle? You, you were, <laughs> Lamb is monosyllabic, oh, like Wordle's Ruth been is. And Cheryl lazy, is a woman's name, like Ruth is. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. that's about it. That's I, those. I think those are both good things. Okay. Okay. I before we exit, it seems like we're catapulting out. Oh, of those we're right. we're heading towards the middle. Yeah. <laughs> so there's something that I'm going to put out there, Good. which is I think important for all sci-fi movies. If you are envisioning a world where there is like a fundamental shift in technology or ability of people, you kind of have to throw a few extra tangential, effectual things in that make that world makes sense. Yeah, and a there world are, building thing. I like yeah, it. Yeah, and there are spots in this where they do that. Like, I, I, I like that they... I don't think they quite do enough with, like, the mental illness that would result from these people growing up as scanners and being able to hear all of these voices. You're basically, like, a schizophrenic on steroids, but the, the way they show the sculptures that are the result of this dude's tortured mind works really well. The thing that I wanted to highlight, though, is being pregnant with a scanner uh, <laughs> is... Obviously, part of the plot that they need because they're building the scanner army, but the entire idea of like your unborn fetus in your tummy, like mentally fucking with people around you. I mean, is, it could fuck awesome. like about, how many times are you getting scanned? You're probably All it sucks. I don't know. It probably won't as maybe as a self defense mechanism. It doesn't scan you because it throws you. It makes your nosebleed and stuff. <laughs> yeah, but pregnancy oh. does like lots of bad stuff. Yeah, to I don't know. Bodies. I don't think. It's a, well, lots of bad stuff, but also lots of good stuff. Like, there's also random shit, like, you're flooded with stem cells. So you actually, if you are a person who has uh, heart disease, 
your heart sure. improves because of the stem cells that are just floating around in your blood. Just floating around. Yeah. Just floating just around. Just Doing stem cell stuff. Stem cell stuff. Pregnancy's <laughs> crazy. We should do a podcast on pregnancy. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we seem yeah. like the people yeah. three, that do Three uneducated white dudes talk uh, yeah. about pregnancy. Let's, let's never talk about this again. <laughs> One of whom has a wife that was pregnant. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um, let's not do it again. There is a piece of trivia on the IMDb page that may or may not be true, and I think I've probably worn off with time, but was probably much more prevalent when this movie was made which is the um the parallels with thalidomide where thalidomide for those of you unaware if you haven't heard about it was a um anti-nausea medication that was given to women in the 70s and 80s um and if you know organic chemistry the chirality of it if you got the right-handed version of it you chirality is handedness of a molecule if you got if you got the right-handed version of it um, it was fine. It worked perfect. It was a miracle drug. If you got the left-handed version of it, it resulted in malformation of the of the limbs. Fuck, dude. There were a bunch of babies born in the late sixties, <clears throat> early seventies who were are missing limbs or had various other. Uh, so it's like left-handed yeah. fault. It's like fault <laughs> yeah, it's always the left. I mean, I'm, I also <laughs> might have swapped those just subconsciously to to fuck with yeah, left-handed people. I'm sure people. you probably did. Um, but so okay, so I guess I was off a little bit on my timeline. It was sixties and seventies, and this was eighties. Uh, but still, I think like that's worn off a little bit. But apparently, that was more of a thing where I, I do think that's interesting. Of like you know, getting drunk with your buddies, talking about sci-fi stuff, and being like, okay, like there's a drug that you take to help, you know, the the pregnancy process. What if it gave your kids psychic powers? Yeah, I think that's a great like that's a good cool jumping off point. That then they I don't know if they built the movie around well, that or that was just something that they wrote in, but. I See, like that. I, I had I like that, that in what the movie does middle, because what they say about this drug is that it does absolutely nothing to healthy persons, but then yeah, so why are you giving it? it to, yeah, so they, I don't know. It's messy. Also, the name the of the drug is, is now long. used to treat leprosy. This is, this, is, this is a nitpick that I'm just getting out there right now, but since we're on there, a drug that complicated is not going to be called ephemeral. <laughs> <laughs> that just means it's an alcohol. That it's like a very simple molecule, an OH-based molecule, yeah. hydroxy-based molecule, right? Yeah. Like ending in a hydroxy chain. <laughs> what this this should be like doxumilafimurab or something. It's like <laughs> some crazy long organic chemistry well, Mark, type that's, name. That's probably what its uh, actual name is. This is the trade name. Ephemeral is the trade name because it's ephemeral. I mean, they needed oh. something. They needed something easy to now say because they clicking. said it seven hundred times. Okay, listener. Oh God, I'm about to You're pour. Gonna- my steal your haze into my and other while can. While you do this, I'm getting myself another beer. Well, why would we? Why would we cut away? This is the most exciting part of the podcast. It's okay. I'm here. We've achieved optimal stream. A little bit of spillage, not much. It's all on top of the can. One thing I haven't noted is that the steal your haze is a larger can than the other one, so I'm gonna have to stop pouring. That was success. I did it, ladies and gentlemen. I did it. Jack, insert a round of applause here, please. And there was much rejoicing. I don't have anything else this movie does. Let's right. go to middle. I don't have anything this movie does middle. I put the drug in what it does middle. You put ephemeral there, and, and kind of the overall plot. I too, okay. So I have plot adjacent thing here. Okay. I don't know if it's overall plot, but like scanners are are they like I don't know if I'll go as far as say it's like allegory for like political counterculture, but they sure as shit try to make it seem that way for a decent part of the runtime. Where it's like these hippies that are doing their own thing, and you've got like the controlling body trying to like make sure that they are able to control them. I don't know. Yeah. It, it, it maybe I mean, that's important. Maybe it's not. But it felt like it was a little bit unnecessary. It's a classic sci-fi trope, like a common plot element, right? Like 
Gattaca or uh, Gattaca, man. All all this shit is like so so prevalent amongst classic yeah, sci-fi yeah. literature. Like it, it's it's essentially the same plot as Firestarter, which actually came out three years later. Sure. Um. Uh. It, it's just all this shit. It's it's yeah. so it's a good sci-fi story, but also it's a sci-fi st- like it's it's a pretty <laughs> run of the mill like, sci-fi okay, story. So, I don't know. I I thought it was middle. I th- if it felt like a lot at times. Yeah, that's why I did it in middle too, because like it's okay. it's fine. So you're putting but yeah, not... but you're doing it as like as the plot as the whole being a sci-fi plot. Yes, yeah, right. it's a fine plot, but it's not adding to the genre. Well, it's, uh, the fly it's didn't feel like that, Jack. No, the fly, but the he didn't write the fly. That's true. Cronenberg didn't write the fly. <laughs> no, it's a remake of a movie. The fly, dude, come no. on, the fly came out. We gotta watch the original now. Jesus. Yeah, fifty four. No, it ha- really? Uh, I don't know. Fifty eight. Okay. I thought they based it off that Simpsons episode. From yeah, that's three probably right. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's a Vincent Price, Mark. Okay. Oh, oh, yeah, okay. I did know that. That's just part of, you know, that episode of SpongeBob where he's like rifling through the file cabinets in his brain trying to remember what his name is? No. That was what was going on, but it was like a, there was something tucked, there was like a crumpled up piece of paper at the back there was of the fireproof in the cabinet that was like, the, the Fly is a remake <laughs> from a Vincent Price movie from 1957 or something like that. And and I'm pretty sure the, the Vincent Price movie is based on a sci-fi short story, but I don't know that author. I should. I should read that. You probably. should absolutely. How dare you? You God. let so many listeners down today. Oh, boy. Yeah, you're the one. You're, you're the one really leaving a lot on the court. <laughs> leaving <laughs> a lot on the court? Are you no, leaving, that's leaving all that's out there thing. on the court, Mark? That's I a good thing. What do you, uh, uh, what's the opposite of leaving it on the court? Where else would you leave it? In the tank. You, you take it with you. You bring it home. Oh, yeah, you're leaving a lot of stuff with you. You're taking things with you. Putting Jack. it back in my bag, zipping it up. <laughs> your bags are packed and you're ready to go, and you're standing here outside <laughs> your door. <laughs> this is a meandering. Struggling to wake Ooh. me up before you say goodbye. The Fly is a 1957 short story by George Langlian, uh, published in Playboy in 57. <clears throat> Hell okay. yeah, Playboy. Okay. okay. The, the noted the sci-fi typification of, of uh, I don't know. If ever there has been a better uh, no, argument for, I read it for the articles. <laughs> I mean, it, you probably used to publish a ton of like Hemingway short stories and stuff. Well, there you go. Yeah, literary powerhouse. Uh, I don't really have anything else in does. I mail. just wanted to talk about societal things that it was talking about. That's that's fine. I'm happy to go to wrong. It's a real microcosm of Canadian politics. Totally. <laughs> Canadian tax law from the 1970s. <clears throat> yeah, we can do it. We can go to does. We wrong. can go to bad. I'll say this: this movie is so fucking boring. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I put I put it as it could be shorter. Like considering how much of the runtime, like not a lot was happening, they could have done something to make it not an hour and forty eight minutes. I think part of the uh, issue too is everything past the right? ten minute mark is scanner on scanner violence. So there's like just the, yeah things implied violence happening. Yeah. Whereas we really need to like, I think if they were to remake, remake this today, there needs to be more. They need to throw in a few other scenes of scanners versus regular humans, so that you can no, kind of punch the, up the, the action. head exploding scene is scanner on scanner violence. Is that guy a scanner yeah. or is he just like yeah. a dude? No, he's a scanner. No, he's a scanner. That's his demonstration was about like what it is, What's, like what scanning is. But he's one of the late creations, the like second generation that are less powerful. Yeah, than apparently Revic. he's a lot yes. younger than Revic, although it didn't really look that way to me. In the <laughs> well, it's the eighties; everyone looked the same. Yeah, it's true. From the sacks of cocaine, that the mustache, the mustache the does age. add like thirty years. Uh, but it, I mean, but I guess my point here is that you could, you need more of that. Like the thing okay. that made this movie famous, you probably should have had more than one scene of it. Yeah, yeah. You have an, you have the ability to create like psychic fights. Don't 
denotatively have to be boring, but... Well, as evidenced by Mark, I know you didn't like it, but the psychic fight at the end I thought was awesome. I think That's a fine. way to make a psychic fight exciting. It's good, man. You know what's more exciting is a psychic fighting a way out of an asylum or something that they're trapped in and doing stuff like that. Like, we've seen that a million other times. Yeah, I mean, well, the funny part, too, is create they, they... that What you just described kind of sort of happens in this, in the post-interrogation sequence, but, like, yeah. nothing really comes to pass. Like, they they make the dude... Like, she, uh, Kim Obrist mm-hmm. makes one of them like have a vision of his mother or something and collapse. Oh my God. I, yeah, I wrote that down Yeah, and I was like, like, they better resolve this. Telekinetic empathy thing. I don't know. Mom, what are you doing here? I'm so disappointed in you, son. And they just fall crying. Bonkers. (laughs) (laughs) It's so boring though. I I swear to God, I was watching this thing. I was trying to pay attention and I was like, I cannot believe this movie is going to be this long. I thought it'd been like an hour and a half and And I was like 39 minutes into the movie. I was halfway through the movie. I can respect that. I didn't feel that it didn't feel that egregious to me, but it definitely felt long in the tooth. It, yeah, I mean, I yeah, exactly. It was I too think long. It, I think we're being a little hyperbolic here, but yeah. it needs it needs a little bit more action adventure. Sure, sure. And sure. I think that that is probably a function of the fact that we mentioned earlier that this was being written and shot at the same time. Like you can't really build those overarching sure. tight plot lines. If you're live flying by the seat of your pants, I want to know like, what, it what we're shooting today. I don't know. I haven't seen. I want to know what it costs to make this. But it grossed fourteen mil, which feels like a decent takeaway to me. Estimated at four point one million Canadian. It's pretty good. So almost three X. You're doing fine. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously, it's made its money back at this point. Oh my god! Yeah, I mean, this is box office. So if it was, if it was panned at the time, then I could see how it was. I don't think it was, it was panned. I, I don't think this movie was panned and then became a cult classic because people were like, they were wrong for panning this. I just think it was kind of like, okay, that's a movie, and then more horror fans, yeah, over just, time, kind of just a fart it. in the wind. Yeah, that, so it's kind of like a weird one in that sense because it was not initially panned. I don't know. Maybe it was. Fuck. I'm just talking. I am also a little confused. No, I'm going to save that one for minute picks. Excuse me. Oh. <laughs> I think part of the reason I found this so boring is because apart from Ironside, the acting in this is pretty bad. Yes. That that was one it's, of the bullet points I had is this it, is a clinic in stilted and acting. And it, it hits you immediately. I mean, that scene with the women, like it hits you immediately with the B-ness. Like it just doesn't. <clears throat> and then he's running, but they're running at like two-thirds speed. <laughs> around that mall I had it as like anything related to action I love the but... scene I do love the scene though where he's just holding on he's like dangling from the the escalator? hand guard escalator hey, just like slowly getting dragged like that tummy squeaking work. along the side if you put a little too thing. much weight on one of those escalator arms it's full stops <laughs> But also, the, I just love that they're flummoxed. They're like, oh, shit, what are we going to do? And he's moving at, like, one half of a mile an hour, dangling by his <laughs> arms, like, completely unable to get up. Just, I'm getting away. <laughs> so Stephen Lack played Cameron Vale, and I don't want to shit on the man, but I will. He's a bad actor. He's not good. And he's not even the worst. But also, up there. it's possible. Yeah, I'm glad that Cronenberg does good effects because... He might be one of the worst, like, dialogue directory actors. <laughs> so bad. Or, the the sorry, scene directors. where the guy's trying to track down the artist in the gallery is I'm afraid I can't do that. Astonishingly bad. Part of our contract is that if I contact him, he kills me or something. I'm interested in buying this piece for my apartment in Paris, <laughs> but I don't think it will work if I can't 
meet the artist. His like the intonation, the pauses, it's all so strange. Jack, His scansion. Jack. He is a piece of human detritus, okay? Yeah, I mean, he is. I agree. I agree (laughs) with those ladies from the beginning. (laughs) Which I guess is something that happens when you're a scanner, sort of by definition, who may or may not have been in, like, cryosleep for 30 years. I'm still confused. Yeah, what? Makes no sense. (laughs) Just throwaway lines all around. Like, yeah, you didn't exist until two years ago. Don't worry about it. Just don't worry about it. What what was your earliest childhood memory? Oh, you don't have one? That's fine. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. She can appear like your mom. <laughs> I mean, you can 100% tell this was being written as it was being filmed. Sure. Yeah. Mark, I know you mentioned earlier it's not Cronenberg's fault that we know more about computers now than we did then, but it is at fault for including a scene that's stupid. <laughs> but it doesn't Even, age I bet well. That was stupid in the 80s. It's, I, it's yeah, so it wasn't stupid in the 80s, but it is extremely stupid now. Them just like uh, this is another one where it feels like they just needed a way to connect some things of just like the guy comes in, he's yeah. like, "You have a nervous system." A computer system is just a nervous system. Make I'm them going to dial. I'm going to phone freak my way in there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then they're going to run a self destruct on a program, on a, on a piece of software the hard drive, <laughs> and that whole scene and kills somebody in the process. Kills a couple people in the process. <laughs> Blows him through a wall. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. You're actually this is making the movie better in my mind. I mean, it's definitely leaning more and more into the B. I, yeah. I think it's I do think it's funny how they was like computers at the time were sort of this like mystical black magic thing that you could yeah. just throw out there and people would it's sort of like in today's media you could just be like, I don't know, bioengineering and CRISPR. Sure, you can do whatever the fuck right. you want. Yeah. Be anything. But then, yeah. you know, thirty, forty years later, you're like, no, 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 no. That's not how this works. <laughs> we have a very that's not how any of this works. Yeah, I mean, I, that's, it may, that makes sense. That's fine. It's totally fine. No, they tried to not, self-destruct his like, brain. Until the self-destruct happens, it's not just that it's a misunderstanding of computers. It's a bad, stupid, the, it's not dramatic. Watching him mind hack a computer <laughs> sucks. I don't dislike <laughs> that scene. And like we said, it's a good excuse to throw in some sweet special effects of a phone melting and black goop coming out of a receiver. But... But that scene is eight minutes long, with, and the explosion <laughs> takes 30 seconds. That's, and it's like one of the highlights of the movie, too. <laughs> the eight minutes leading up to it suck. It, well, and the eight and the, and the 20 minutes afterwards suck. It's the, <laughs> it's the bright spot of the movie, and it makes no sense, and it's entirely contrived by the fact that they couldn't figure out how to connect the two points. Like, yeah. <laughs> just some dude running on, being like, you can do this through a phone, bye. Ugh, good God. Good God. I don't really have much else that fits fully into does wrong that isn't just nitpicks. Or do you guys have Me anything either. else that's like a full does wrong? No, I'd say it's boring again because that's something it does wrong twice. <laughs> it's double boring. Does it once? Okay, I'm blowing the whistle. <laughs> toot toot. Did it. There's the toot toot. I already said it, but you cannot hang off an escalator and have it keep going. I've like leaned a little too hard on an escalator railing, and the whole like railing stops moving, binds up. Yeah, but this guy's pretty slight, you know. He's a he's a svelte person. How dare you, <laughs> sir? <laughs> I you, you're not you're not a hobo. You're not eating out of garbage cans like this guy is. No, I'm drinking beer at nine fifteen in the morning <laughs> on a Sunday. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna that's gonna help. Jack, that's gonna it's help you three p.m. here. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Sunday fun day. Jack, you look great, by the way. Thank you, buddy. Um. Okay, so this is the, what I was going to say earlier. In the, in the scanner scene where he's doing the demonstration in front of the amphitheater, um, there's like 30 full seconds of people not volunteering, and then Revic finally raises his hand and is like, yeah, cool, I'll volunteer. If this was his plan the entire time, 
Why is he so blasé about volunteering? Like, what if somebody, what if Sally from accounting had raised her hand? He's like a David Blaine style, Mark. When a trick doesn't work out, he just goes on to, like, that part of it is a fake out, and you're supposed to think that the trick fucked up, and then when he actually does another trick by hiding another card and forcing you to pick that one, it's even more impressive. He had a plan. There was there was always goldfish in my pocket. <laughs> Where's, but I, so that didn't, that didn't make any sense, though, Jack. Like, so what is the no, trick? No, it doesn't make any what sense. What is the trick he's trying to pull here? I don't know. I don't know how David Blaine works either. <laughs> it's true. Street magic. That's kind of the whole point. That's kind of the whole point. Okay, so it's just magic. Despite holding most multiple books on how to perform close-up magic, I'm not very good at it. That's too many books on close-up magic. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you can't. I feel like it's something you got to feel. Yeah, Jack. You when haven't the car. You haven't watched enough up. Penn and Teller YouTube videos. You have to soul skate. I have absolutely watched entirely too many Penn and Teller. Oh, that's your problem. That's your problem. Then have watch watch fewer of those. Yeah, less Penn and Teller, um, more David Copperfield. Yes, everyone says Fuck. lean into the David Co- David Copperfield angle. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why I can't say his name. David Copperfield. David Copperfield is what I just Holy said. Holy fucking shit. <laughs> When the car explodes at the beginning and it's engulfed in a fiery it's awesome. uh, explosion. It's awesome. It's awesome. It's awesome. It is awesome. But what's going on, the, there's two people outside the car and two people inside the car. And the two people outside the car are with the camera. And you can see very clearly all the way through the car that it's empty, that there's no one in there, and that the entire thing's on fire. They were, pre- on they the were inside, pre-vaporized. They're in a secret flame-proof chamber, just chilling, having an argument. What? Yeah, wait, what? What did you say? At the beginning of the movie. Yeah. I know what scene you're talking about. This is the Revix a villain scene. Yes. Yeah. Revic, when Revic's doing his villainous speech yeah. at the beginning inside the back of a flaming car. No. From the inside. No. He's no. in the other car. No. It's the other car. He's in the other car. Uh, He's in the follow car. I understand exactly why you're doing what you're doing right now. Because at, conf- first, I was confused, at first, huh? I thought he was in a car too. And so I fell for the same trap as you. No, I don't is, know. This is very well telegraphed in the movie. They have the, they, they have a two bunch. thirds of us. Two thirds of us didn't think so. Two thirds of us didn't. They think have so. a whole no, line no, of no. dialogue of like, care. why is car number two speeding up and going past us? And then the guy in number, mm-hmm. then they cut to car two, and the guy in car two is like, dude, what mm-hmm. are you doing? Mm-hmm. Turn around and go back behind it was him. Hard to tell. We're who part was of the security. It was hard to tell who was in which car. It was very hard because they, they were doing. Car. They were only doing. They weren't showing the full here's who was in the car. And then the car swerves off the road, blows up, and you cut back to to one to car one with Revic and the two other guys and they say oh my god look at that other car that just blew up. we have to stop strangely. and get them out it was shot strangely it was shot very strange. it was shot completely you, normally <laughs> i did figure it what out what a though. weird i have a nitpick with you guys i did figure it out though I mean, <laughs> yes, I because yeah because <laughs> they don't because there's nothing to figure it, out now. it's very straightforward i didn't carry <laughs> i didn't carry it forward into nitpicks did i Oh, I'm I, like one of those people who wrote an article for BuzzFeed like five years ago or whatever. It's like, you know, if you watch Home Alone very carefully, you can see they accidentally knock his plane ticket into the trash, and that's why no one noticed he was gone. It's like, that's not like a secret detail hidden in the movie. That's the fucking plot of the movie. <laughs> BuzzFeed. <laughs> Cracked.com. You're telling me that BuzzFeed isn't the height of journalistic integrity? Get out of here. Yeah, that's actually kind of atrocious, Jack. I have another nitpick that involves cameras. Uh, there is a sequence here where they're looking back at tapes from, like, Revic in an interrogation room. It's when he had just recently drilled the hole in his head and he had, like, the mind's eye over it mm-hmm. bandage. Yeah. When he freaks out. Was that, out, like, just a thing that they had on hand at the, I at don't the know. asylum? They were like, oh, not- here, we have this for when people drill things into their heads. That's not my nitpick. <laughs> <laughs> but it might should have It might should have been. It might could have been. However, <laughs> when, he, fre- when he freaks out, 
the camera changes to a close-up of him on the table, and that makes no fucking sense. It changes to a cinematic <laughs> of him on the table <laughs> to really show it. They're very fancy CCTV cameras. Oh, my God, yeah. That one makes, I agree, Jake, that one's crazy. Also, when he's in there, they said, is it just one voice in the, or just voices in the head? And he says, no, whole people. Whole people. You know, arms, legs, hands. Yeah. The three things that comprise a whole person. I mean, arms, legs, and hands. <laughs> I don't know. Did you want him to like go into excruciating detail about Head, everything? Head, torso, feet. He's missing some major body Ph- parts. Phalanges, torsos, butts. <laughs> necks, butts, necks, for sure. necks butts. trapeziuses. I don't need to get that specific, well, how but arms, what? legs, and hands is insufficient. It's like, it's fine. Arms, legs, I thought hands, it and was feet. fine. It's like, it's like from the office when Creed walks up and he's like, a head, two eyes, a butt, breasts, and two feet. What did I just describe? The Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> it could be anything. But also, the trepanation hole is, I understand you have to make it wide to be cinematographically interesting and like show up visually. But if you, your bone, I don't think your skull would knit from a hole that, like a full half inch wide hole in your forehead. He's a scanner. He scanned it closed? He scanned it closed. Uh, or it's more you know that's, that's canon, Mark, because at the end of the movie, when the other guy takes control of his body, he scans away that scar. That's true. The scar wasn't there. Oh, yeah. For no reason, which was a different nitpick I had, but now you're saying it's a neat pick. Yeah, total neat pick. Yeah. It's a cartilaginous scar that can be moved by scanning technologies. Removed. <laughs> I okay, this is this is a nitpick that I have with kind of the whole marketing campaign. The marketing campaign. Great poster. Okay. Bold to have the ending of the movie on your poster. Eh, I don't know. I feel like you've seen that before. You name know like, name one. Happen. Name one. You don't know there, what's so going to happen. Mark, there's two different posters. You're talking about the one with Michael Ironside, like Ironside, who's like yeah. being electrocuted. It looks like with white eyes. Yes. What's the other I, poster? I don't, you can't. You can you, like you don't even know that's Ironside necessarily. It's just a guy. I think you can also. Feel like you can pretty easily you tell also, that's Revic. Like without knowing what happens in the movie, you could just think that like that's him being like a badass, like doing something crazy to someone. You don't know. Yeah, maybe. I just think it's bold. That's all I'm saying. It's bold. Not for a lot sure. of times you see the ending kinda... scene of a movie on a poster. Okay, fair. Yeah, it's not often. Definitely not often. I also had a nitpick with Doctor Shelby, whatever the fuck. Yep. What would we decide their name I don't was? Remember, Doctor Paul Ruth. Ruth. That dude in Dr. any Doctor Shelby Cheryl. <laughs> I, it was fucking Dr. close. Mantis it was Moggin. closer than you guys are acting. Get the fuck when, out of here. When any time Cheryl is what you said. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought it was Lamb, then I thought it was Cheryl. It was Ruth, whatever. <laughs> Fucking hell. What if this I made a mistake. Dr. Paul Cheryl. That's the- <laughs> God. <clears throat> Ruth Cheryl. Lamb that Cheryl. dude, in any scene that he's in, is never more than like 120 degrees. That he's he's always leaning back farther than any responsible human being should ever lean back in a chair. Got swag. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm I'm gonna lean away from my mic just for just for visual effects for the other two guys to see, but every single line he delivers looks like this. It's way worse than that. You're gonna knock the fucking You table said over. never more than 120 degrees, but wouldn't more than that be even more reclined? He's never less than 120 degrees. Okay, fine. Less than. Nitpick with my own geometry. It's true. With your obtuse angle. I knowledge. popped the fuck out of my back when I did that. <laughs> I it hurt because I still have a kink in my neck, and <laughs> I can't good. imagine moving. <laughs> my goodness. I do like that as a as a character trait, though. Of like, dude, you just chronically reclined. 
pretty sweet. <laughs> I don't care what chair we put you with... in. Lean back as far as you can. <laughs> I've been nitpick with Wikipedia for describing when he hacks into the computer as cyber cyber t- no cyberpathically hacks into the computer. That's network. awesome. I like that. Going to be cyberpathic. Cyberpathic. <laughs> <laughs> He's got cyberpathic powers. That's so good. Uh, I feel like. X-Men has established that it's technopathic, right? Oh, my God, dude. Isn't that the terminology that we would use now for someone who is... If you could hack any technology and not just stuff that's connected to cyberspace. Only things that have uh, nervous systems, Jack. Exactly. Neuropathic. <laughs> <laughs> He's got neuropathy. <laughs> <laughs> You're a neuropath. and he, that's, why he's, that's why he's so reclined all the time. Because <laughs> he can't hold his head up. <laughs> I'm out of notes. I have a neat pick. Okay. Okay. Vale's jackets throughout this film are fire. He has so He's many good jackets. Man. He has He's so many good man. jackets. He has like at least four different good jackets. The wardrobe department, something that Cronenberg's totally known for. Yeah, you know. Although I guess I will say the wardrobe department in The Fly was also fucking sick. <laughs> Maybe it's a thing. Must be a thing. Must be a thing. Do you have anything else? I just like that like the you. that the weapon of choice of the entire Revic organization is like a trench shotgun. They don't have any other weapons, only the trench shotgun. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. it's Pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Any other weapon uh, or any other movie film in the 80s, people were shooting Uzis from their hip. No, 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 no. no. This is this is just a 12 gauge trench shotgun like a Benelli. It- it's also strange that in his organization full of scanners, he sends what appear to be exclusively non-scanners with guns. Well, those are the expendable ones, Jack. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. yeah, that and that again. Well, okay. Now we're getting back to why this movie's so boring. Like, if you have scanner on scanner crime, uh, them walking in with shotguns crime. and then getting thrown against a wall. <laughs> like that's not the way. Yeah, I mean, this is team. a movie about like telepathic violence, and the majority of the violence is and neuropathic, shotguns. Neuropathic. Yeah, violence. neuropathic violence. <laughs> and most of it's guess, just shotguns. <laughs> here's another nitpick I just remembered. If you switched bodies with someone, you'd have their voice because you have their vocal cords. You wouldn't have your own weird, deep, monotone. Yeah, voice. but that was the only way to like truly let on that it was like really him. Except for he said it's him. Yeah, I you fucking ever, believe. And the I'm, scar I surely was believe him. Let me you tell ever, you, the scar like, was gone. Ah, Jack, yeah. there's, there's it had to be obvious. Some level of like intonation and sort of muscle memory in how we speak. So, like, if I were to just randomly jump into Jake's uh, stunning body, wow, you would assume. <laughs> I like the search. I like the stall to search. For, yeah, he was like, "What's what's the too. least likely thing I could say?" <laughs> you you would assume that like. Yes, I would have the same sort of key that he speaks in, but I would sound more like me from a delivery mechanism than they should have had Jay Ironside does. do an impression of that actor. And Ironside could have nailed it. I'm I understand sure what you're Ironside saying. Ironside did do an impression of that actor. No, uh, it was no. They actually did the ADR it was thing. his voice. Go look it, it back. Okay. It is terrible. Go ADR. look it back. <laughs> go look it back. Look it back. I'll go look it back. I'll yeah. go look it back. That's all I have, dude. Yeah. That's all I have. Let's go to ratings. All right. You wanted to leave a while ago. Why are you meekly all writing me? <laughs> Don't meekly all write me. Break you son of a bitch. I have to go. We over at ADC Horror use a 1 through 10 rating system to rate the movies we watch. For one, think of it you'd rate the pile of human garbage you used to po- occupy the Oval Office's ability to say yesterday. Yesterday? Yesterday is a hard word for me. 
And for 10, think about Terry would rate yogurt. He gave me a yogurt fridge, all right? I asked for a yogurt fridge and I got one right next to my desk. I'm only a man. Stories, the first category to rate these movies. Jake, this was your pick, right? The thing for stories. I'm super interested as to how, like, different you and I are going to be here because you were potting something in middle as being overarching story and mine yeah. was not that wide. Yeah. I think overarching high level broad strokes, whatever you want to say, the story is decent here. I gave it a six. It wasn't like it was a shining example of something, but I did think it was interesting. Like this is, I said, I, I, thought, I thought it was interesting. interesting. I did. I mean, I like from a high level, you give, you got a, an evil dude who has telepathic powers, who has taken over, <laughs> the ability to distribute and then manipulate people into it, giving these drugs. It to is pregnant kind women of interesting that the paramilitary, quasi-governmental black ops organization is the sort of good guy for like. Half yes, this and movie. it that that's actually a good reason as to why it's not higher for me because it does get into what I was mentioning, which is like this weird strife between that being sort of a protagonist, and then you have like the I don't know the political connections to beatniks and other things that used to exist in the past. It felt weird to me. It felt a little disjointed. So yeah, why does this movie too- have to get so political? Why can't it stay in its lane? Keep your politics out of my horror movies. God <laughs> damn it. Uh, look, I'll go next because I didn't give it that different score. I gave it a five. I think I said overall plot is what it does middle, and I gave it a middling score. You did. It's, uh, That's you and a I. Fine sci-fi story. It does nothing new, and it doesn't do it all that well, but it does it, and it's kind of interesting. You and I five. circled the Mark. wagons. No, I circled the wagons because I gave it a five and a half. Five and a half. Five and a half. Um, I mean, I think it's very. I, I think sci-fi movies overall are have to do very little in order to get decently high scores. Um, and this is a good example of that. It's a good sci-fi arc that was very clearly being written as they were shooting it, which then penciled them into a bunch of corners that they couldn't get out of <laughs> and are hard to explain. So Penciled them into corners. I, I think you could just step over the pencil. Line. No. <laughs> you can paint a corner. You can pencil it, too. It's a legitimate type of artwork. <sighs> you, but you're not trapped by it. I don't know. Are you trapped by paint? Yes, that's what painting yourself into a corner means. Why is this different than penciling yourself into a corner? Because pencils isn't it's wet. Just a, you won't track nah. it around the rest of the house. Fuck Get off. all over your shoes. Have you ever gotten a, a, pe- a pencil wet, though? It gets I'm... everywhere. <laughs> also, Jack, you're as a lefty, as a lefty you should know how much goddamn graphite gets on your hand. Yeah, but that's regardless of whether or not I I'm in a corner. I do not care. This is... Uh, the pain is dry. Look, you're I, not trapped. You're just I miss chill I, out I, I, Do you not understand that that's actually where that expression comes from? You're not trapped. Just chill for a minute. It's dumb expression. <laughs> Mopped yourself into a corner. Fine. I misspoke. <laughs> originally. They're all stupid expressions. <laughs> I misspoke. But I do kind of feel like I got it right on accident. Because, like, they did pencil themselves into a corner. They could have just they written were, themselves out. Yeah. But they didn't because they were already, they already wrote themselves into the corner. And they were Hamilton like, well, we, look, we, we have to do this now. Oh, well. They'll write their way out. <laughs> I think they watercolored themselves personally. Okay. I think it was an acrylic situation. The acrylics? Yeah. Acrylics are messy. You're right. I think it was a molten graphite. They were pouring molten graphite in a Don't, corner around them. Never do that. World building or immersion is our second category. Jake, world building world or, building or notab- notably, we've changed it. It's world building or immersion. Or, uh, or <laughs> and immersion. I was freaking. I was panicking. I was at a full on. This is where Jack and I, I think are going to differ the most because this is where his boringness thing has to come in. I gave it a six and a half. 
Jack's probably going to get like a one. That's quite I, I didn't think this movie was that boring. I thought it got a little long in the tooth. I've already said that. I didn't the think world, it was boring, but it was too long. The world. Is that, how do you, how do you reconcile so, those two things? Uh, I'm going to continue saying what I'm saying. From an immersion standpoint, it did start to wear. The world that I think they built, again, was interesting. And I think that this kind of also ties into what you were saying about how sci-fi, to a certain degree, like as long as you don't absolutely butcher what you're doing, is going to have a did. pretty high floor. Yeah. So it's a little bit above average for me, but not a shining example of how to immerse people in a film. Like, what was the whole Obrist angle? What were what were her, what was her weird cult doing? They never even got into that. They, they were they were chanting in a circle about losing yourself, and then that's the end. They were you- well, they were because they were they were being vulnerable to one another. They were letting yeah. each they other were, into their minds. Yeah, they were to what end? To, to allow the protagonist, whose name I've forgotten, Cameron to be Shelley. able to. That's how he learned how to occupy the dude's mind at the end. Fail. Oh, that's how he learned to do it. I hadn't I connected so. those dots. See, that would have been the type of thing that they probably could have polished up a little bit. Polished it up. <laughs> just a little bit. Just, yeah, this movie just needed a little bit of polish. You, <laughs> you need that scene where Zuko learns to redirect the lightning, you know? That's what makes you, the whole ex- thing you work. You need exactly that scene. That's a great fucking scene. Jack gave it a three. Jack gave it a three. I gave it a three. Uh, I think it's very boring, and I don't agree with you that they really built a good world here. There are cool scenes, like the 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 artist's loft barn cave thing is cool, but apart from that, it's just like well, no, almost like they shot at a few different locations around Canada. That's not necessarily what I mean by world. The world that I'm talking about is a reality where this drug is creating an existence of telepathic humans. I guess I put that more in plot than world building. Okay. Also, okay. are we calling it a drug if it liter- if it in universe does nothing? No, it other than universe create, creates other psycho- than create psychoneuropathy. Uh, that's, I would say okay, that's a one, hell of a lot of something. One, it <laughs> removes the powers of existing psychics. Two, it <laughs> creates psychics in non-psychic power having people. Boom. <laughs> It does two things. Makes so much sense. <laughs> two critical things, and it goes to the entire human race. It affects the entire human yeah, race. Mark. And it's just an alcohol ways, of sure. effeme. It's what'd you give it? That's the trade name. Trade name. <laughs> I gave it a four. I'm much more on Jack's side. <laughs> okay, than Jake's. Uh, it's gonna take us into effects or nope, scare factor. Jake, what's your scare factor score? I gave it a three. Uh, I had a little bit of trouble. It's not a scary movie, but it's like, how much credit do I give to shocking? like exposition of not exposition display of uh practical gore uh which it has a couple of those and that's where i landed same score and the only thing i would add to what you said is that the movie goes out of its way to make you not care about anyone who's dying oh yeah i don't care like the protagonist is a full-on sociopath which is actually a little bit more of an indictment because if that's the way it's going to be then kill so many more people please yeah they kill a lot of people in this movie more (laughs) (laughs) damn jake has a (laughs) bloodlust i mean they kill too many people with shotguns dude it needs to be more mind fight and less shotgun we've all agreed there yeah there does need to be they need to take the head explosion scene and like run that back x infinity imagine i think this movie would have like been super duper shocking if that had happened because people thought that the fucking vapors when the head exploded one time well yeah put a put a pin in that until we get back to effects um huh. huh i gave i gave it a two i think we're all aligned here it's not a particularly scary movie no yep no that's gonna take us into effects or just like thereof jake i gave this an eight uh i think that the practical that exists does look really good i also said that music i thought it was really good when it was used sets by and large really good 
I think there's something to do with the lighting there, but I'd have to go back and like really analyze that. I don't know. Good effects movie. I think costumes. That's... Cameron's costume. Oh my god, his coats are so fire. You're right. Thanks for bringing that back up. <laughs> the sculptures too. Oh yeah, it's a good effects movie. I honestly, that's one. That's the. This is the category where this is making its most hay. I don't know how I was going to continue with that statement, regardless of what it meant. So there you go. It's penciling in the hay. Yeah. There. If I'm if I'm taking things away, it's like there were still examples of like pretty gnarly ADR, sign of the times, but like whatever, it does happen. It's just it's not perfect. <laughs> this but movie it was has pretty good. Bad sound mixing. Yeah, it, it, yes, it's not it perfect, but the things that it needed to do to be like a good effects movie were there. So. Yeah, uh, I give it a I give it an eight as well. I I'd agree with you on everything you said, and also add that like the scene of the van crashing into the convenience store looks fucking. Like they crashed a van into a convenience store. I think it's a rad record as hell. store, Jack. Record store, totally record store. Yeah. Uh, the the blowing up the car, the fire, it all looks the good. Fire, the really fire, the fire. Yep. It's not perfect, Jack was, but it looks really good. Jack was going to get the fire in there. Mark, yeah, give it a seven and a half. I think we're yeah. all kind seven. of on the same we're phase. Seven. What I was going to say earlier. What did you want to come back to in effects? Oh here? yeah, pin in it until effects. You interrupted me getting back to it to ask. What Wait, I was Mark, get back what to. did you want to say? Get to it, Jesus. <laughs> Hurry. Yeah, Mark. Like, what were you going to say? <laughs> I interrupted Jake instead of you there because I got too excited about the bit. Yeah. <laughs> the bit fucking fell all over itself. So I think I'm. this movie had by all... There, it's, very, it's very hard to penalize this movie for things that it did, right? Almost everything looks good. Oh, yeah. The penalization comes from what it didn't do. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. when you and that's something like if you give Cronenberg an extra year to write this thing and like flesh out the different story points, he can work in all of this additional shit that they're able to do that would all continue to look fantastic. And that's really like the problem that I have with the effects in this movie is what they end up with is guys with shotguns shooting psychic people who could make their head explode, <laughs> which yeah. we only know because of one scene. Yeah. Right. So if you give a little bit more time to that process to flesh out a full like narrative that is tight and loops back upon itself and is a little bit recursive. Then you can get like some really cool shit happening that they're very clearly capable of, but only ultimately did in two and a half scenes. Yeah, I agree. Jake, what's your overall score? Overall, we're here. We did it. Yay. I gave this movie a six and a half. Uh, I think it is better than average. I see why it's a cult classic. I'm happy we went back and revisited it. Um, but it is lacking that punch that you need to see from like the really impactful ones. You look at this compared to some of Cronenberg's later stuff, and you can definitely see how, like you were just saying, Mark, like more time, more budget, ostensibly, like that allows him to polish up and do more of what is good about this. Uh, but from a standpoint of just being able to make a competent film that I think stands on its own, yeah, it's it's there. It's just not amazing more important than amazing I, I agree with more important than amazing i disagree with some of the other stuff you said i gave it a four i don't think this stands on its own very well at all apart from the mm -hmm. iconic scenes they, those this movie <clears throat> should exist for people remembering that scene of the head exploding that's really all this movie is i think not enough gets said about the psychic fight at the end because that's also really cool but this is not a enjoyable watch for me start to finish the acting and like just overall direction are not good in this. The acting Cronenberg is pretty had terrible. Some stuff to I think the acting's kind of gnarly. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna give it a four, Mark. I yeah, I guess I'm ultimately closer to Jack, but I'm really just kind of giving it an average score. I give it a five. Yeah, slightly below average. All timer from a sci-fi watch list standpoint, but it is a hard one to slot in from a recommendation. Like I just said, the word standpoint, so I can't use it again. 
but I'm gonna. Perspective. Perspective. Thank you. That's a good way to pivot. Uh, so, yeah. So, I, I mean, that's the, that's the thing. Like, you need to see it, but also go in understanding that, like, fundamentally, not a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's interesting. So then we could talk about to whom the hell we would recommend this movie. And I would honestly say, if there's a 12-minute YouTube cut of all the effects scenes of this movie watch that and don't watch the movie. I, I don't think I would recommend the movie just because we haven't said this I wish I could have existed when this movie came out and gone into movie theater completely blind and seen that head explode out of nowhere knowing nothing like you don't know what a scanner Five is minutes into the movie. you don't know what a scanner yeah. is when you're watching this you're and, just like yeah. cool there's this like weird new sci-fi thing that I'm gonna walk there's in there's a see. very angry woman and a homeless man and so far okay home, I'm on board yeah homeboy in <laughs> aviators and a mustache five minutes into this movie has his head fucking explode out of nowhere after twitching a lot for a few seconds yeah and I, you don't have like you're not walking into that theater when this initially releases and you're like, oh, it's a Cronenberg. So I kind of know that there's going to yeah, be some exa- Yeah, shit. exactly. So I agree with that completely. So maybe there is like a thing out there that if you can find that sort of person who's completely unaware of what Scanners is, that you can show it to them yeah. and kind of relive that experience and see what happens. Because I do think that that would get like straight up gasps if you oh, saw for 100%. it. 100%. Whereas still, when still, I think still, all three yeah. of us watched it, I, I this is the first time I'd seen it, but like you know, but you you're know watching this. it and you're just like, oh yeah, there's the head exploding. Yeah, cool. We did. Yeah, I, tangential to that, I think the only people, the only group of people I could really recommend this to are those that I know have that tell me like or can confirm in some way that Cronenberg is up their alley, but they somehow haven't seen this, so it is pretty small segment, right? Yeah, I don't there know. So I don't know if that person go, go to something later. Go to something. Yeah, right. Which actually, I really like the movie Existence. What else should I watch? I mean, <laughs> it's it's potentially it's not that weird though, right? Like Mark knows Cronenberg. He had never seen I, this movie. So I would true. have told Mark you should probably watch Scanners, dude. Yeah. Also, can we remark on the fact that Mark just said Existence instead of Existence? That's Existence. It's exist. It's like a via. It's like an off-brand Viagra. I thought it was existence. I'm fairly no. I'm pretty confident that movie's called Existence. the The winner of this poll is going to end up watching whatever other Cronenberg movies there are. Existence, Videodrome, and <laughs> there are fifteen hundred. Yeah, Cronenberg okay, fine. There's a million others, but Videodrome's three good, of them. Dude. I've never seen Videodrome. Jesus, Shivers is good. I like Shivers. There you go. Here, there's your three: Existence, Videodrome, and Shivers. <laughs> I'm not going to remember existence. Existence. Exist- you you say it like you say Louisville. I don't think it's existence. Exist- I don't think it's existence. Existence sounds like an just- off-brand Viagra. Yeah, no, it does sound like a boner drug. <laughs> have you seen Have you seen that video game console that they have in that thing? No, no, I've never seen yeah. existence. Oh, that's an interesting <laughs> movie. Mark hadn't seen Scanners, but he'd seen Existence. <laughs> I had actually. It's kind of funny because there was so fresh. Are you sure you didn't just see a porn that was like a parody of the movie? <laughs> The movie itself is very. He's not, sure. he's not sure. No, he's not sure. Uh, the, so there were some girls that live across the hall from me, uh, freshman year in our dorm. Some girls what across the hall? Who lived across the hall oh, from okay. me, um, freshman year of college. And actually, like I joked about it earlier, but that was sort of their thing. Like they were really into David Cronenberg, and they wanted me to watch Existence, and they hadn't seen any of it. Did they say it Existence? <laughs> I can't. Yes, I mean they, they must have because I they, said they it might. Either. I mean, Mark's the only one who's seen it. Maybe that's what they say. Maybe in the movie. it is. Now existence. we need to watch it. Fuck. We have a draft coming up. I. I don't even. Know <laughs> I don't even think movie. it's a horror movie, but whatever. It kind of is. It's yeah. like it's like a weird sci-fi existential type horror movie. That's. I mean, 
Existential. I gotta look it up. I'm looking at it. You get it, guys? You get it? Did you get the thing that I just did? I understood what. No, you said I understand what you said. Okay, good. I'm so hungry. I could eat a horse. I I could ride a horse. Fuck. I don't know. <laughs> fuck out of here no, no wait. what draft. i'm waiting for you to take us to the next <laughs> segment for the love of <laughs> god draft. i'm just trying to fill it. the dead air <clears throat> now i'm not doing it well mind you and as i obviously remembered it's time to do a draft now boys we're out of movies to watch so let's pick some new ones and this round we're gonna have some patreon picks sprinkled in i think we've got four patreon picks if you are a patreon member at the lament configurer level and you have picked one that isn't on here, you just might not have gotten it in before we recorded or whatever, just message us, we'll get it on the list. No problem. Also, we're pretty lax with our recommendations, so like, if you ever see something cool and just want to let us know, it'll probably also make it on the list. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, also- or if you just tweeted us for two straight years, we review it. <laughs> yeah. also, just automate a tweet that says, review Manhunter, please, and have it send it to us every <laughs> Tuesday at 3 p.m. We'll do it eventually. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Who wants to go first? How do we want to do that? I'll go first. I want to go first. (laughs) Don't, don't scoff at me. I'll scoff at you. Okay. So this is going to be, I'm going to pick two movies that I've never seen before. Okay. Um, and they're both sort of ones that are just like weirdly out there in the zeitgeist that I kind of just want to have seen. Uh, first one that I'm going with is Chud. Chud, hell yeah. yeah. I don't really know anything about either of these movies. Really? <laughs> Other than that Chud is an acronym for something about subterranean people. Yes. Underground dwellers, I think is what the uh, Humanoid underground dwellers. What's the C? Cannibalistic. Cannibalistic, yeah. Okay, uh, cool. Yeah. Fun fact, one of our friends um, in a conversation around like horror movies in general that are like in their mind that come to mind first for them. Chud was like immediate. Who is that? That was like the first thing. I'm not going to say it on air. It's fine. But you say it. Their name, their name starts with an L. That's not helpful Laramie? for me. Laramie. Yeah. <laughs> in, in, the, in zombie land, their name would be Sh- Casper. <laughs> I gotcha. I, that, that actually yeah. did help. <laughs> in zombie land, their name is Casper. Wait, but that didn't help me because Laramie is also a city in Wyoming, and now I'm very confused. Well, I, it starts with an L, and they're associated with Casper. Slash Wyoming. This isn't helpful. That's on you, buddy. That's on you. (laughs) I'm not doing it on there. So he's a friendly ghost. Anyway, Mark (laughs) picked Chud. Mark picked Chud. (laughs) My first pick, uh, I'm picking two movies I've seen before. Um, And one of them is a body horror movie that I can't remember if you guys watched or not, though I think I did recommend it to both of you. I'm picking a, a... Eli Roth produced, though not directed, movie. It's like oh my God. mid 2010s, 2014. Hostile, Green Inferno. I'm we picking going? Clown. Oh, oh clown. okay. Yeah. This is the best possible Eli Roth pick. That's <laughs> there's no way that's it. true. He stars in it though. Eli Roth is in this movie. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Okay, cool. I'm excited cool. about Clown. I've, it's honestly, it's kind of been on my list for a while. It's like yeah, a weird body a horror very movie. Good movie, as I recall. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Jacob. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to think of the right... Going third is interesting because I want to build... Excuse me, JJ? JJ. <laughs> How dare you? I want to build a group of movies that are pretty, like, 
diverse, right? Well, so right now we have two movies that start with C. So do you have yeah, another movie? I don't that have any with on my C? short list to start with C. So okay. that's unfortunate. I'm, have to, I'm just trying to think of like what. Okay, so Mark. Okay. If you could pick four zombie movies, <laughs> like a zombie found footage movie would be great. Okay, let's let's do an action one because we're still in the end of summer. Yeah, we've reviewed Alien. Let's review Aliens. Sweet. All right, all right, all right. <clears throat> let's uh, let's cut in here with some Patreon picks. Sure. What do we got? Our first Patreon recommendations coming at us from John, Patreon member in front of the show, John, who has uh, picked a, uh, as he says, a little film by the name of Sleepaway Camp. Oh, no. Oh, no, that's... John. Why? <laughs> Why are you unknowing it? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's like an epitome of cult classic. <laughs> this movie is a lot. It is a lot. I, I, the I'll, movie is a lot. Yeah. I'm going to tell the story again when we record because yeah. we're deep into an episode now. Yeah. But the first time I ever watched this, I I like knew it was a weird like horror cult classic thing, yeah. and we were keeping we we were we had a person staying with us for multiple months as he was working through his uh, PA residency. You're just telling the story. You realize that, right? Yeah, I'm going to tell it again too. Oh, you're telling it two times. I'm telling <laughs> it two I'm times. Gonna I'm going to tell it twice. So I'm not gonna I tell thought it that now. was what he was saying. That's the impression yeah. I got. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, no, so it was just like this is like the first day he's staying with us. We're trying to be friendly and like we're just swapping stories and beers. I'm like, let's just throw a movie on. So we throw on Sleepaway that's a Camp. Fucking weird choice. Anytime it's a cult classic, that's on you. <laughs> well, I know that. Now. Unless it's killer clowns from outer space. Anyways, always we didn't day. talk for the rest of his residency. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of over an overreaction, I think. I think it's an overreaction. Well, and I'm being hyperbolic. Oh, okay. Yeah. But let's get, let's do another <laughs> cool. let's do another Patreon pick, please. Sure. Second Patreon pick is coming at us from Patreon member Leslie, who has picked Ganjam Haunted Asylum. Ganjam! That's, That's good. Movie. We needed something Ganjam! like that. that. Shakes up we needed the something Bible. like that. Yeah. Have you guys seen this before? No. I've Yeah, seen neither it. of you guys have seen this. This is a good movie. I like this movie a lot. I'm interested. Hell yeah. Patron Leslie was also the one who picked Boo, so she has a. She basically only <laughs> picks movies in asylums. Interesting. <laughs> keep, Got her keep, pegged. Yeah, keep that theme rolling. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Should that come back to me? No, there's a brand there. Yeah, it should. Okay, so 1977 or 2012? 2012. American Mary. What would the 77 know have been? this movie? American Mary is a Soska Sisters thing. Um, it's their probably most well-known movie it's it has to be okay. kind of yeah. weird dark and culty the yeah, 1977 one do. will probably come back up because i really want to review it eventually but eraser okay. head was where i was gonna go with that okay yeah oh another body horror flick huh? we i don't know shit about david about eraser head and the only david lynch movie oh, i've really dive, dove into is mulholland drive and Whoa. i feel what? like <laughs> i feel like i need to start Dipping into that. No, well I say a little bit. I didn't realize American Mary was a, ho- a body horror movie, and that's what the internet is instructing. Oh, I, I mean, it's about my understanding. Like I said at the beginning, I don't know much about it, uh, other than what I've read on like the synopsises. But it's basically like they enlist a medical student to start doing surgeries for whatever reason. Yeah. So amateur surgery, hooray! American Mary, here we go. <laughs> Does that make me next or Jake next? I can't Jack, Jack, that takes it to you. All right. Well, it's interesting that you picked an alien movie, Jake, because I was also thinking we needed an alien movie, especially having just watched uh, Nope, which the trailers at least suggest is an alien movie. So Jack picks Um, it. So I, no, 
<laughs> I picked The Fourth Kind. Jake, we watched this movie together, yeah. and I ha- I've thought about it a decent amount since, but I'm curious to actually review it with you guys, because this movie, <sighs> as I recall, is a bit of a mess. It's, has some stuff going, an absolute but it's mess. a bit of a mess. It has a couple moments. If I remember correctly. I, I want to I revisit it. Okay, that. that's fine. We got two alien movies, so that's interesting. This is like this is like when we had randomly three zombie, zombie movies. movies yeah. We had all picked a zombie I don't, movie. There's not really going to be a zombie movie this time. Uh, okay, do you guys want a foreign, not funny movie or a not foreign funny movie? Foreign, not funny. I want funny. Oh, well. So uh, rock, paper, like scissors. rock, paper, scissors. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. It's really hard. I don't yeah, know there's a substantial. Look, don't Mark one. I don't mark look one. at mark the screen one. and just do it. And okay. Then show okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. I'll do it. I'll do it okay. below my table. Yeah. Don't okay. cheat. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Yeah, I won. I continue to have one. Okay. Mark one. So you wanted what? The funny one. You wanted the funny Local American funny. one. Yeah. Bubba Hotep. Nice. Okay. <laughs> what was the other one? Shutter. What was that one? Shutter. Oh, the Japanese one about oh, the camera that shows. Camera. Yeah. That, that shows. Yeah. Oh, I do like that yep. movie though. Well, fuck. God next damn time it. maybe. Okay. If I remember, that movie sucks. I saw it does. That movie <laughs> it, does suck. it does suck. <laughs> well, <Yeah. laughs> that movie that sucks. That would have been I a fun podcast then. <laughs> but I have a lot of stories to tell about that day. Ah, fuck. See, Mark. Damn it, Jack is. You said we're watching it. Bubba Hotep. You suck at Rochambeau. We're watching Bubba Hotep. Wait, do you want to watch Shutter instead? You guys, I'll I'll extend you the olive branch. You no, Bubba pick... Hotep okay, is also Bubba Hotep. be an interesting one. <laughs> Bubba Hotep. Bubba Ho- Not enough people talk about Bubba Hotep. No one talks about Bubba He sucks Hotep. your soul out through I had to leave Shutter early to put a diaper on a dog. I'll just say that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. That, that's, that's it for our picks. Let's yeah. round it out with Patreon picks. Sure. All right. So, uh, Patreon member Chris has given us a list to pick from. So he's making us do more uh, here. Thanks, Chris. Goodness gracious. Wait, 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 wait. Um, do, do TJ's first. Because if we're going to do a right. list, we got to pick from the list as the last thing yeah, we do so that point. we can that's tailor it. That's a good point. That's a good point. TJ's pick is Sweeney Todd, the Demon Barber of Holy Fleets. Holy Great shit. fucking pick. Oh, my God. Now, I will say oh TJ mentioned here, if we don't want to get into the whole Johnny Depp of it all, he could pick another movie. But I told him, nah, we'll just call Johnny Depp a chode and happily watch that movie. That's fair. Call him a chode, move on. He is a chode. And then just it's a character on. in the movie. Absolutely. Okay, cool. I'm okay with yeah. that. So I don't know if I'm okay with that. I don't like musicals. You don't like... That's fine. That's going to be something that happens regardless, though. I know. I didn't know you had such strong feelings about Sweeney Todd. I don't. I, don't I didn't like know you musicals. had such strong feelings about melodies. I've never... I've never seen Sweeney Todd. For a dude as oh, into music shit. as you are, I don't understand why you don't like music. They don't land well with me. Because Jake's into hipster music. That's so rude. Whatever. But accurate? Yeah. <laughs> it's so rude, but mm, true. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Whatever. Okay. Now we get to whoever's list it was. All right. This is Chris. Oh, God. Patreon member Chris. I forgot. Who is... I'm going to butt in here. Yeah, he is. Here's the thing in. about the steel beers, because I forget about it. The last sip is always the unfiltered. You got to roll the can, Mark. I did. I did. But there's you you get I that did. super spicy hop thing that just yeah, happens. You didn't roll it. And can. it just hit the back of my throat and now I'm now it's now you're you just got all the alcohol that was in that beer. No, it's not the alcohol. It's never the alcohol. It's it's, it's like the weird like spicy thing. Yeah, that's... I mean it's what's left of the hops. Have you ever eat, t- eaten a part of a hop? It's I hear so they're putting spicy. more hops in it. Yeah. Jack, Anyways, go. Roll your cans. All right, here we go, boys. Here's the list from Chris. The conspiracy. Which I don't know Jane. anything about. 
What's the conspiracy? Uh, yeah. oh, are we going to do this with every movie? Yeah. I don't know what I have is. to d- say what they are? <laughs> Jack, I need a full synopsis for each one. I've never seen the It's conspiracy. fine. Just continue with the list, please. It's a 2012 movie. Uh, the second one is The Machine. Uh, Session 9 will cross off the yeah, list because we that. have done an yep. episode on Listen that. Listen to it. Pretty it's early. Old. It might be a pre-20 oh, episode, shit. but as a lament configure, Yeah, you already have, have access. access and way. if you need access, yeah, so. just tell us and we'll give you the whole, the whole back catalog. Yeah, because instead of fixing it on Patreon, I just send you a link to a Google Drive with all. I the, think the that's MP3s. fair, Jack. Just market it yeah. better. Sure, <laughs> they look like people. Okay, okay. Triangle, which is not the triangle. No, triangle is the one that I weighed in on not too long ago about and a lady who goes a on a conversation with a friend triangle. about this recently. Okay. Or, or possessor, the Brandon Cronin possessor. Yeah. Okay. Fuck. Um, Which made a bunch of top of the year lists for 2021. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Sean Bean just gets abjectly murdered in every movie that he's ever. That's had. his bit. Yeah, that's his whole thing. Um, what do I do? I know. I know my vote. You know your vote. How do, how do we do this? Do we each vote secretly? And then no, just say your vote. Oh, I'm voting triangle. Okay, I'll watch that. You've talked about it, and I haven't seen it. Really? Yeah. There's that movie sucks, but there's a lot to talk about there. You it's kind of it's is? kind of an interesting one. All right, let's do it. Okay, cool. Triangle, triangle. Thank you, Chris. Thanks all of our Patreon members. And like I said, uh, if uh, you didn't see the Patreon post in time, um, fuck off or email <laughs> us and we'll get on the list more accurately. Uh, I will also <laughs> say this is this current crop is going to get us like into October for sure because we have. Because of how we ten operate, movies. Well, we have ten movies too, and it's already late July, so we're going to be getting into October. Um, also, boys, while we're on Patreon stuff, check out what I'm holding. here. Oh, look at those fancy oh, those looking are gonna coasters. Be to, those look really good. Look at the finish on those bastards. Wow! All you patrons are going to be getting some nice swag in the mail. Uh, thank you for doing that, Jack, or whoever lives yeah. at your old address will be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Unless you fucking <laughs> tell us. Whatever, we're going to get into October, so when we do that, uh, don't be surprised if we shift schedules to allow for some like more Halloween-y type content to happen, but just saying that. Yeah, this will probably get us right up to Halloween, I, and, then, sh- we can, if and then we can if, launch if we in there with If we function as a professional organization, which we should, we'll be like halfway through the month of October, but I doubt Yeah, that's we will. a good point, so we're not going to do yeah, that. Yeah, so it, it, we're going to potentially need to shift like one out, I would say. We're going to fuck up once. Bold. That's all. Just Bold. once. Maybe two times, because there's a lot of travel happening. Still summer. Once, twice, three times a podcast. Yeah, something like that. Just to recap our last crop, just to say it, get it on record. We've got Chud, that was a Mark pick, Clown, Aliens, Sleepaway Camp, Ganjam, Haunted Asylum. I don't know why I say it like that. <laughs> I feel like that's probably racist. It, it is. American Mary, The Fourth Kind, Bubotep, Sweeney Todd, and Triangle. That's a, it's a good crop. You know, well, that's it's a good f- crop. I always love all of the a- lists. Every time, it's crop. so funny. Like every time we talk about like what our new crop looks like, I'm so stoked on it. And then as it goes, I get less stoked. You're on like, it. oh, all these movies suck. But this one seems like <laughs> legitimately the most fun that I could think of in recent crop memory. I liked our last crop. I feel like our last crop was pretty damn. Did good. you? I was. I was, was stoked on watching Jurassic Park though. So that was most. Of oh, the, that was most of it. Was. This one seems like banger to banger. Yeah, it's good in terms of review. Not like movies, we're we're but... very heavy on older shit. I'm I'm fine with that. Yeah. Okay. LFG. But literally though. Yeah. Let's yeah. Let's, let's yeah. FG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's let's let's, do it. let's 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 let's. This has been episode 260 of the A to Z Horrorcast. If you're still here hanging out and you like what we got going on, you might want to consider becoming a Patreon member, especially because you can pick horror movies for us to review. 
that seems like a fun thing, right? Like, just do it. You might even get coasters. Jack just showed them on screen. I know you can't see that because this is a podcast. Or whatever random woodworking they, thing he does next. Yeah, he'll, he'll continue doing things, I think. <laughs> uh, they do look good, I promise you. And maybe we'll get some Patreons chiming in about how good they do look once they finally receive them. Whatever, that's enough. You know, as always, that that money is continuing to go somewhere that is better than our dumbasses. That is currently Planned Parenthood because God knows it needs it more than us. As always, the music is coming at you from Super Bear. I neglected to mention that our links for social media, website, and all that stuff is down in our description. Super Bears is as well. It's all down there. Always is. Next week, we're starting our new Karop with Mark's first pick. It is Chud, which stands for Cannibalistic Humanoid Underground, underground dweller. Dwellers. And we're going to see what that's all about next week. Never seen I, might, I might talk more about our friend that Mark doesn't know who it is. That'll be fun. Casper. Casper. <laughs> Until then, get your buddies, grab some beers, and go watch some horror movies. Have a great week, everybody. There was a mind fight. <laughs> <laughs>